Steve is wrong. That's why he came back then. He's three for physical form. Good evening, everyone. Welcome. Uh, before we get started, if you could just make sure to silence your cell phones, we'd appreciate it. We'll get started here promptly at 7 o'clock. Thanks, uh, thanks for attending. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Uh, the City of South Miami Commission is called to order. Today is Tuesday, November 21st. Uh, Madam Clerk, if you could call the roll, please. Yes, Mayor Fernandez. Present. Vice Member Lee. Here. Commissioner Corey. Present. Commissioner Lehman. Oh. He is present. <laughs> Commissioner Kaye. I am present. <laughs> you have but a not form. present. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, Commissioner Kaye and Lehman, good evening. Good to see you on Zoom. Uh, if we could please stand for a brief moment of silence. Please join us in the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Please be seated. Madam Clerk, I think we have a presentation this evening. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, Who is making the presentation? Um, Chief. Chief, please come forward. Good evening, everyone. Uh, City Manager, Commission, I'd like to invite a few officers forward for a presentation. Please. Uh, Acting Sergeant uh, Rodriguez, Officers Alvarez, Gonzalez, Lillivoy, and Pierre. Gentlemen, please step forward. And women, excuse me, ladies. Come on up, good evening. Standard attention for everyone. South Miami Police Department provides public recognition of commendation to Acting Sergeant Rodriguez, Officers Alvarez, Gonzalez, Lillevoix, and Pierre. For selfless service on Wednesday, November the 8th, 2023, the South Miami Police Officers, along with Miami-Dade uh, Police, faced a challenge when they responded to the Dadeland Station parking garage 
8350 South Dixie Highway in reference to a male who was attempting to jump off the third floor of the parking garage. Officer Alvarez, who was en route home, heard the call and responded without hesitation to assist Miami-Dade PD uh, units in directing traffic away from the area. While doing so, he observed two county uh, units speaking to the distraught male, attempting to calm him down and step away from the ledge. As the officers were speaking with him, the male lunged forward attempting to jump off the third floor. The county officers were able to snatch him, barely holding onto his legs and requested emergency backup and help uh, keep him from falling. Officer Alvarez ran to the third floor and was able to grab him uh, by the male by the legs and assist MPD, MDPD uh, officers in ensuring the male could not slip from their grasp. As Officer Alvarez and the county officers held on to the subject, Acting Sergeant Rodriguez, Officers Pierre Lillevoix and Gonzalez ran to the area and assisted fire rescue personnel to bring the male down from the ledge safely with the assistance of a fire ladder unit. Due to the quick and effective response of all emergency personnel involved, a life was saved, and a person suffering from severe mental health crisis was provided psychiatric services. The actions of these officers reflect great credit upon themselves and uphold the highest traditions of law enforcement in the South Miami Police Department. Congratulations, thank you. Some pictures? Okay, we'll come on down. Thank you. Okay, moving on with tonight's agenda. Madam Clerk, are there any add-on uh, add items? Excuse Not me. tonight. Okay, oh, great. If we have a motion to approve the minutes of uh, November 7th, please. I move we approve the minutes. I'll second. Okay, we have a motion by Commissioner Corey and a second by the Vice Mayor. Madam Clerk, if you can call the roll, please. Yes, Commissioner Corey. Yes. Vice Mayor Bonis. Yes. Commissioner Lehman. I can't see him. He's <laughs> You're muted, sir. Is that a yes? Thumbs up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Commissioner Corey. Commissioner Kaye? Yes. Yes for me. Thank Mayor you. Mayor Fernandez? Yes. Minutes past 5-0. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Manager, your report, please. Mr. Manager, you're recognized. Oh, Madam Manager, good evening. Uh, the city had a very successful turkey giveaway last Friday. We had about 200 residents come out, so thank you to everybody who took the time to come out, to volunteer, and everybody on and the community who made it a great event, and staff who turned up to make it a great event as well. 
coming up, we have December 3rd, Santa's Parade of the Elves on Sunset Drive from US 1 to Red Road. Activities begin at 12 p.m. The parade starts at 2, and the party will continue at 3 p.m. with inflatables, music, and family fun, so we invite everybody to come out for that event. A reminder that City Hall is going to be closed Thursday and Friday. As far as garbage pickup is concerned, Thursday's route will be collected on Wednesday, and there'll be regular pickup on Friday. We wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Madam Manager. Mr. City Attorney, good evening. Good evening, Mayor, uh, members of the Commission. Uh, we have no city report other than to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for that. Thank you for the hard work as well. Okay, great. Uh, we have public remarks next. John's grabbing the list. Thank you, sir. Mr. Ward, why don't you kick us off? I know you're on the list. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Mayor. At the last commission meeting, I was standing out in the hall talking to someone, and the mayor came out and smiled and said, I couldn't even get a second. Uh, what are you talking about? And he said, I moved for 25 and couldn't get a second. Well, if that's true, I'd like to tell you four commissioners that wouldn't second it, the people of the South Miami residents and the sur surrounding community compliment you for making sure we don't have one of those horrendous buildings in our city. The other thing I'd like to talk about tonight before I do, though, I think the... You, when you see people standing here like those police officers, you know, you can't help but be proud to hear what they're doing on a daily basis. And uh, I know the residents of South Miami appreciate it immensely. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about was this alleged 32-story building. I met somebody the other day that lives or has an office in a, another building on the fifth floor. And they told me they were paying $12,000 a month for their office. Well, I checked around on that floor and there were five offices on that floor. So that's $60,000 in a month for one floor. And then when you start putting that together and assuming the 30 students two-story building has five or six people on a floor and you multiply that by they have let's say sixty thousand dollars for a one floor you multiply that by seventy two thousand I mean seventy two or thirty two I mean and you come out with a horrendous number and you know why they want a 32-story building I mean the profit for one year well, I shouldn't say the profit. For the profit of the offices for one year would be somewhere between 25 and $30 million a year. Now, of course, they have a lot of expenses that they have to meet, so that'll come down a reasonable amount. But it's still just mind-boggling when you stop to think, not just a proposed 32-story building, but any building. I was absolutely flabbergasted to hear that this person was paying that much for a monthly. I don't know how they do business. This was a doctor. I said, no wonder you charge such high prices. And I noticed we have two absence commissioners tonight. I guess they, they, they knew the police were here and they didn't want to be getting into any trouble. Look at them sitting up there smiling. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, seeing no one else on our list, is there anyone who would like to address this uh, commission in public remarks? If you'd like to, please come forward at this time. 
Seeing no one in the chambers, Madam Clerk, is there anyone online? Anyone on Zoom would like to speak during public remarks? Please raise your virtual hand. I don't see any. Seeing no one will close public remarks. Uh, moving on, commissioners, um, just like to suggest that we the following order, if that's okay. Can we quickly take up the consent agenda items? I'd like to pull item two for discussion. Is there anyone else who'd like to discuss any of the consent agenda items? Commissioner Liebman, you're recognized, sir. Still muted, sir. There yes, you go. I, I, um, I'd like to set you. It's a probably first to pull item two. And with that, we don't have to pull item three and four. But when we speak to two, um, two relates to three and four. But I only need to pull okay. two. Okay. Thank Any you. other items? Can I get a motion on consent agenda items one, three, and four? I'm going to read them into the record. Yes. Please go ahead. Item one, a resolution of the Mayor and City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, amending resolution number 135-23-16068, providing for the approval and authorization for the purchase of up to seven police vehicles from Duval 4 LLC pursuant to a Breakford County Sheriff's Office contract number BCSO 22-27-1.0. Item three, a resolution of the Mayor and City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, approving the purchase of a fire pump and related installation services for the city's municipal parking garage from Wingington Corporation DBA Wingington Fire System in amount not to exceed $25,690. Item four, a resident of the Mayor's City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, approving the purchase of elevator repairs for the city's municipal parking garage from South Florida Elevator Services Corp in amount not to exceed $7,000, authorizing the city manager to issue a purchase order or enter agreement relating to the same. Is there a motion for items one, three, and four? I motion to remove the items. Second. We have a motion by the vice mayor, a second by Commissioner Corey. Uh, any dis no discussion? Madam Clerk, if you can call the roll, please. Yes. Commissioner Corey? Yes. Com vice Mayor Bonish? Yes. Commissioner Lehman? Yes. Commissioner Calle? Yes. Mayor Fernandez? Yes. Consent passed. Five zero. Great. Colleagues, without objection, I'd like to take items 8, 9, 10, and 11. Those are all related Second. to Sunset Place. Madam Clerk, if you, could, if you could read items 8, 9, 10, and 11, please. Yes. Item 8, an ordinance of the City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, amending policy 1.1.1 of the future land use element of the City of South Miami Comprehensive Plan to modify the description applicable to the downtown Somi DS future land use category. Item nine, an ordinance of the city commission of the city of South Miami, Florida, amending the future land use map or the future land use element of the city of South Miami comprehensive plan to change the designation of the property located at 5795 Sunset Drive from mixed use commercial residential to downtown Somi future land use category based on an application submitted by Midtown Development LLC. Item 10, an ordinance of the city commission of the city of South Miami, Florida, amending the zoning map of the city of South Miami to change the zoning district applicable to the property located at 5795 Sunset Drive from specialty retail with hometown district overlay designation to downtown Somi zoning district with no hometown district overlay designation based on an application submitted by Midtown Development LLC. And 11 and 12 as well? Or just, just 11, ma'am. Item 11, an ordinance of the City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, amending Article 3 zoning regulations of the Land Development Code, including Sections 20-3.1 Zoning Use Districts and Purposes, 
and 20-3.5 dimensional requirements in Article 12 Downtown Summit District Regulations of the Land Development Code, all to modify land development regulations applicable to Downtown Summit District. Item 12. Item 12, no. we can, if you can stop there, Madam Clerk. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Mr. City Attorney, you're recognized for the disclosures. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, brief statement. Um, Items 8 through 11 are all related agenda items, uh, so you can consider them together. Uh, of those, only item 10, which is the rezoning of the CVS parcel, is technically quasi-judicial in nature. The others are legislative in nature. Uh, but since if, you, if it's your will to hear them all together, and I strongly suggest you do, yes. uh, please observe the, uh, the quasi-judicial procedures uh, so that everyone can, so, so that the public hearing can go forward smoothly. But we do that without uh, giving up the, the uh, concept that the others are legislative in nature. Understood. Okay. Do we need to swear in witnesses? Yes, we do. Okay, if you could go ahead and... Absolutely. If you intend to speak on... You might as well, if on any item on tonight's agenda, uh, that is a quasi-judicial item. Um, actually, it would only be this one, so there you go. Uh, please stand if you're going to speak on this. All right. Uh, do you swear or affirm to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. And do we need disclosures from all the com uh, members of the commission? Uh, yeah, and to that to that extent, you already uh, included disclosures at the last meeting okay. on November seventh. So this would be disclosures of any contacts between November seventh and today. Okay. I, I have one. I did have a conversation, I believe, with Mr. Perez and and Mr. Vadia, uh, just generally about the project. Uh, I believe it was last Tuesday. So to the extent that that needs to be disclosed, uh, uh, disclosing through, for the record through the mayor. Yes, sir. As did I. Okay. And Mr. Liebman as well? Okay. Yes, as did I. Thank you. We'll throw in the vice mayor for good measure as throw well. Throw me in because I so. don't remember. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that, everyone. Uh, anything further, Mr. City Attorney? No, that's... Mr. Alvarez, if you can uh, quickly come forward and with the City Attorney maybe walk us through any changes between first and second reading? Through the mayor? Yes, sir. Uh, just while we're getting everything set up, can we check with Granicus and make sure that the um, Zoom, the Zoom, or the Granicus is actually working online? I think people are trying to watch, and I'm getting some text messages that it's not operational. Staff, while, can we while look, we're working, Mr. Manager, can we check into that, please? Mr. Alvarez, you're recognized. Good afternoon, Mark Alvarez, the Cordina Group for staff. Uh, we have performed the staff analysis for items nine, 8, 9, 10, and 11, all companion items for the downtown SOMI land use plan and rezoning. Um, there is one change from the first reading. It's a very small change. Um, it was done in response to further protections for live local effects. The uh, base height um, before bonuses for the gateway zone, the, the one closest to US 1, is now 12. It has been reduced from 17 to 12 floors. So there's two tiers of bonuses. Tier one would be basically anything that's 10 acres or more located on a, a state highway and to um, county roads. So it's basically just been done to create better assurances for the effects of the height against Live Local. Now anything that anyone who comes in with Live Local application for one mile radius has 12 stories instead of 17. Um, that's the only change. We have reviewed it. We I've presented, pardon? Sorry, Mr. Alvarez. One, one other change, which uh, was the the uh, penalty amount uh, if they commit to doing affordable housing or workforce housing and they end up not doing it at the at the at, at the end. 
it, it was increased from $15 to $45. Okay, great. Okay, any, any questions of staff on those changes? Okay, seeing none, thank you, Mr. Alvarez. Thank you. Uh, I, Mr. Perez, Mr. Arza, anyone would like to say something for the record? I know I'd like to hear about what's next, assuming we approve this this evening. That's, um, that, that was the focus of-, of Great, thank uh, you. So Richard Perez, 5701 uh, Sunset Drive, joined by a bunch of people here from Midtown Development, including Alex Padilla, the principal, um, and Alberto Adilla, who is watching us through the internet, Alex's father, who uh, I'm sure will give us some good pointers and advice tomorrow morning uh, about our presentation. And we wish um, him well, please. Absolutely. Um, we all wish him, wish him the best. Um, well, we're, um, we're happy to report that we got pretty excited about uh, what happened uh, um, several weeks ago. We got caught up in, in the emotion as well. Uh, it was an unprecedented, I've been at this for, for nearly uh, a quarter century and what happened three weeks ago is something that rarely happens. People do not come out um, in favor of projects. They come out against projects. Uh, when you have 40 people coming out and saying they want to change, it really is an indication of really just the winds of change coming through South Miami, very refreshing winds of change, and, and people really wanting something different, right? Um, and so we got caught up in that as well, and, and we decided to, to move forward in engaging um, all of our consultants and start moving forward in our, in our design phase. And just to give you sort of a quick report of, of who we've hired in that interim period and who started working, we've hired um, through Heatherwick Studios and their guidance, we hired ODP as our architect of record. ODP has an amazing track record in Miami working with, um, with the greatest and, and the best architects in the world, including um, Hadid at the at the 1000 uh, Museum Park, um, they're they're the best in terms of teaming them up with with geniuses like uh, like Hadid and, and Heatherwick and others. Uh, um, De Simone is will serve as our structural engineer. They came on board. Kimley Horn is uh, serving as our as our traffic engineer. They have a, an amazing reputation on basically every major project in, in Miami-Dade County. Langan has come on board as our civil engineer. HNGS has come on board as our mechanical engineer. Skyrise Engineering has come on board as our geotechnical engineer. SLS Fire, who's on every big project in Miami-Dade County, has come on board as our um, life safety consultant. Walker Parking, uh, we hired as our parking consultant. And, and really important for this project, this gentleman by the name of Nick, and I'm gonna butcher his name, is Edgega, well, we'll call him Nick. Um, <laughs> he works at, at, at a company called SiteWorks. They're the premier retail consultant in the United States. Um, they, uh, Nick actually wrote the chapter the U, in the ULI book on uh, retail development. Um, he's a- For those at home, ULI stands for, I'm sorry. Urban, urban Land Institute. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, and and one, of the, one of the great retail consultants for us, um, the retail on this project is really the, 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 the best amenity, right? We want to bring it down to the floor. We really want the best and the brightest looking at it. So we have the whole team for the last two weeks. They've been meeting, um, getting our design phase kicked off. We're looking to finish that, um, that kind of design phase. Um, we're creating a brief. We're, we want to do this in, in increments. By the end of the first quarter, come back to you with an initial site plan. 
um, hopefully, you know, by, you know, uh, soon thereafter. Um, that's our goal. We're off and running. Um, and if, you know, we're so honored with your approval tonight, um, we are very hopeful and thankful. We're very hopeful and, and we, we know we'll do this. We'll bring back a project to you that is worthy of South Miami and worthy of the, of the energy and the excitement for downtown South Miami, which I think we've all, you know, heard from everybody involved over the course of the last three weeks. So we humbly request your approval tonight and we can give you our word that we will work very, very hard to bring that to fruition. Thank you, Mr. Perez. Colleagues, any questions? When do we get to see things? Well, we're- uh, I want to see- we're, we're When's the first evolution happening? happening? Yeah. We're working really hard in that direction. You know, I, we think by sort of mid to late January, we'll probably have something that we can, okay. we can start sort of um, floating in the community and, and obviously floating with, with, this, with this commission first. Okay. Thank you for that. So, very exciting. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. Further questions? Commissioner Kaye, Commissioner Lee. Well, yeah, to, to the mayor, sorry. Go ahead, sir. So I just want, you know, I think we've had some meetings with Coral Gables and some of our neighbors, uh, you know, as we, we collectively uh, want to spark up this beautiful interest that we have in our city and, and the amenities that we're going to have. So, you know, one of the requests through you is we, they want to see what's going on. You know, they want to start seeing what they can do to plan around it and stuff like that. So uh, I know we're all excited and we're all you know, emotional about the particular project, but just keep them bear whenever we can start uh, showing some some imagery or some information so we can start coordinating. This is going to be a long, tedious job to work uh, collectively with so many municipalities, with you guys, with us internally. So uh, keep us keep us up to date and we'll keep everybody else up to date around with us. Commissioner Lieben? Yeah, I have some comments before you close, but no no questions. Okay, Mr. Corey. Okay, with that, uh, thank you, Mr. Perez. We appreciate thank you it. so much. Yeah. Colleagues, any comments? Public hearing. Public hearing. Thank you, sir. We'll open up the public hearing on this item. Anyone who'd like to speak on items 8, 9, 10, or 11, uh, please come forward at this time. Seeing no one in the audience, Madam Clerk, is there anyone online? Anyone on Zoom would like to speak, please raise your virtual hand. I don't see. I don't want to raise it. Seeing no one online, we will go ahead and close the public hearing at this time. Yes, and just one minor clarification. Please, sir. The record is clear that uh, the there was a substantial pr presentation on first reading. That is part of the record, as is the, the uh, staff report, both staff reports. Correct. They are incorporated by, by as part of it. Uh, sorry, they, they are incorporated into evidence. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, colleagues, any questions, any comments? Excuse me. We moved on. Past questions. None? No, not from me. Okay. Commissioner Liebman, you had some comments. Go right ahead, sir. I, I do. Thank you. I'd be remiss if I didn't, considering this is our last and final vote for probably the most important project in the in the history of the city. Um, and the risk of being redundant, I'll say it again. Sunset Place is the anchor tenant. It's the Publix. It is the Starbucks of our entire city. We all know that our commercial area, um, which goes by many different names, accounts for two-thirds of our, of our tax base, all in. We've all seen that somewhat dwindle. We need to activate that area again. We need to put feet on the street. And this is certainly the project to do it. Um, those who are stuck on the, the high water mark, we all have concerns. Um, but that said, for, for lack of a better illustration, it's like taking four phones and putting on a sheet of paper that would cover an entire area. And then you can experiment stacking two phones and leaving half of that area open or stacking all four phones and leaving um, three quarters of that area open. What this project, this project is, 
before is defensive architecture. There will be some height, but that'll be a newest one that'll offer offer sound buffer from the ambient noise from uh, from Metro Rail. We're still keeping uh, a Sunset Drive, uh, human scale, two stories. Uh, we're going to try to preserve that that Main Street, as you've heard the mayor re refer to. And um, so we have, have kept the density very low in the most important areas. And overall, the density is not you can't get stuck in the high water mark. Series be more of a district. There will be streets running through the entire project. And um, additionally, I, I'd like to say, um, Mr. Vidia, we um, we certainly hope you feel better. I will tell you, you have an amazing son. This is his his uh, tribute to you. And I I'd also like to share that my all my recent meetings recently with the development group have progressed from speaking about that project specifically, which as it stands now is a very defensive project, right? It's walled in. It's almost like a, like a casino. It's not very inviting. All the conversations have progressed into the city as a whole, what the zoning should be, what the different uses should be. Um, so that really become an integral part of the, the community and thinking well beyond the boundaries of this project to the city as a whole, to, to benefiting creating a destination for the entire city, not, not just that project. So that's, that's very much appreciated. And then also a, um, I don't know if it's a plug or testimonial, but on Saturday morning, if you can see this, I, um, I woke up at three 30 in the morning and a 6 PM flight. And for those of you who don't believe I read, yeah, <laughs> occasionally I do. And, um, unlike my colleague, uh, vice mayor Bonich who eats books, um, and this, this book is half fixed. Thank you. Thank easy, you. But, this, this book kept me awake on the flight after, so it, uh, I found it very interesting. And the more I read, the more excited I am about what this group and Thomas Heatherwick is going to bring to our city. So th thank you for indulging me. And uh, thank you, Commission. Thank you, Commissioner Lieben. Uh, Commissioner Corey, you're recognized. Thank you. <clears throat> thank you very much. And for all of the progress we've had in, in getting to this point, I think it's important to note that we're still very much at the beginning and I appreciate so much the applicant and the city and the level of professionalism and communication and honesty and everything that we have put into this process thus far. But now after this vote, you know, the clock will be ticking and the decisions that we make will have ramifications on this project and thus the city. So I just hope we can continue at this pace, this professionalism, this communication, this clarity, this honesty. Um, that way we can all achieve what we are all hoping to achieve, which is finally getting this property and this project something that can reflect how amazing the city actually is. Thank you for that. Madam Vice Mayor? I just, for me, I'm just very excited to see what's going to be coming. And it, as, as Commissioner Liebman mentioned, it is a labor of love. And so I think our finished product will reflect that and will be as a city all the better for it and I thank you guys thank you for having great vision and bringing people to the table that are going to make this awesome I'm really really excited thank you thank you um just to close Commissioner Guy do you want to say anything else or no, I, I think, Mayor, that we, you know, we all ran, we all knocked on a lot of doors, we knocked over 3,000 doors, and resounding number one for our city was what's going on with Sunset Place. So, you know, to collectively within a year work on it diligently between the commission, the city, the group uh, to get to where we are in just one, one year is, is astronomical. 
the city, the city attorney, city manager, the whole staff, everybody's done a great job. So, you know, I'm, I'm very pleased that we promised something and we're, we're about to list deliver on, on one of our promises. And, you know, hopefully we can get it built as soon as possible. Hopefully the design works what we all intend it to be. Uh, but we're all super excited. Thank you for that. I, I just want to say this is a very important first step. And, um, you know, I think as, as Commissioner Kaya mentioned, the, the chief reasons that all of us ran, you know, this is the one issue, as I mentioned last week at the State of the City that you get asked about constantly. I'm proud that we're able to hopefully vote in the affirmative this evening, move out of the way and allow the creative work of what's an excellent team to kind of get started and really help transform our, um, our town center, which needs all the reinvestment and love it can get. So. Uh, thank you for your investment to your family, to your father. We appreciate uh, his long, his long positive track record and contributions to many communities, including this one. And we're looking forward to what's next. And uh, as we continue this conversation, as Commissioner Kaya mentioned, we are excited to engage with your design team as soon as possible around the streetscape aspects, since we are having active conversations with our, our neighboring jurisdiction. I know you guys are committed to creating a fantastic gateway along 57th Avenue and reversing what's been the scar and blight on that corridor in the form of the current project there today. So uh, we would welcome a chance to sit down early in that process to at least begin on that aspect of the work. I know you've got a lot ahead of you. It's not an easy undertaking that you're advancing on over the next few months. I'm excited by the schedule, but let's take our time and make sure we get it right. And I'm just happy that we're allow allowing you now the space to, to do what needs to be done there to make it a fantastic place once again. So thank you again. With that, Madam Clerk, if we can call the roll. Actually, need a motion. Yes. Yeah, we need a motion, a second, and for each item. The item, okay, so on, on item eight, please, can I get Although a motion? Although they are all being yes. adopted simultaneously. Thank you, sir. On item eight, please, is there a motion? Josh did. I moved motion, the item. Mr. Commissioner Lieben has moved the item. Is there a second? Second. We have a motion second. by Commissioner Lieben and a second by Commissioner Corey. Madam Clerk, if you can call the roll, please. Yes, Commissioner Corey. Yes. Commissioner Lieben. Yes. Commissioner Kaye. Yes. <laughs> Vice Mayor Bonish. Yes. Mayor Fernandez. Absolutely. Item passes 5 -0. Thank you. Commissioner Lieber, would you like to move item 9? I move item 9. Thank you. Is there a second? Second. Second. A, a motion by Commissioner Lieber and a second by Commissioner Corey. I see a pattern building. Uh, <laughs> Madam Clerk, if you could call the roll, please. Yes. Commissioner Kaye. Thank you. Yes. Commissioner Corey. Yes. Commissioner Lieber. Yes. Vice Mayor Bonish. Yes. Mayor Fernandez? Yes. Item passes five. Is there a motion on item 10, please? I move item 10. Is there a second? Second. A motion by Commissioner Liebman and a second by Commissioner Corey again. Madam Clerk, please call the roll. Yes, Commissioner Kaye? Yes. Commissioner Liebman? Yes. Commissioner Corey? Yes. Vice Mayor Bonish? Yes. Mayor Fernandez? Yes. Item passes 5-0. Is there a motion on item 11? I move item 11. Second. Great. We have a motion by Commissioner Liebman and a second by Commissioner Corey. Madam Clerk, one more time. Yes, <laughs> Commissioner Kaye. Yes, I almost got interrupted by my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner Lehman. Yes. Commissioner Corey. Yes. Vice Mayor Bonish. It wouldn't have been an interruption. It would have been an invitation, right? Come, join the camera. No. Agreed. I vote yes. <laughs> Mayor Fernandez. Yes. Item passes 5-0. Thank you again and congratulations. Okay, uh, colleagues, if we could take up item 12 quickly and then move on to item 13. If you can read item 12 on the record, Madam Clerk. Yes. Item 12, in ordinance of the City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, amending Article 3 zoning regulations of the Land Development Code, including sections 20-3.1, zoning use districts and purposes, 20-3.3, permitted use schedule, 
20-3.5 dimensional requirements and 20-3.6 supplemental regulations all to modify land development regulations applicable to the our religious districts. Thank you for that, Mr. Secretary. Is there a second? Second. Okay, we have a motion by Commissioner Lieben and a second by uh, the Vice Mayor. Mr. State Attorney, anything we need to add for the record? Uh, no, this is okay. a legislative item. Great, thank you. So, any comments or questions? Colleagues? Mr. Mayor? Yes, sir. Was there any changes or any? Uh, no. Any, no? Through the Mayor, no change between first and second reading. The only thing I forgot to mention, this is a public hearing, this item. We will open the public hearing. Perfect. Okay, so no questions. Commissioner Liebman, yes, question? Sorry, there is, there is a change. The applicant is uh, is donating $10,000. Let's, let's, let's hold on to that. We'll open the public hearing and we'll let you make that comment, sir. Okay, thank you. Uh, is there any member of the public who'd like to speak on item number 12? If so, please come forward at this time. Seeing no one in the chamber. Anyone on Zoom, please raise your virtual hand. I don't see. Seeing no one on Zoom either, we will close the public hearing. Commissioner Liebman, you're recognized for your comment. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you. I was just contributing to the conversation. Uh, the only change I'm, I'm aware of is that the applicant is going to donate uh, $10,000 to the city to a program of the, the commission's choice. It could be Parks and Rec, Recreation. Great. Thank you for that. Is I believe there's someone from on behalf of one of the potential beneficiaries of this ordinance here, Mr. Williams. Would you like to make some comments for the record? If we can activate the microphone, please. Thank you. Good evening. Good evening, James Williams uh, with Holland Knight, Boxes of Kids, 71 Brickell Avenue. Um, I'm here representing VU, which is one of the two churches that you have in the city. Um, we would like to contribute uh, $10,000 to um, whichever of the facilities that the city feels is necessary that needs the money. Um, just we want to be good partnerships, uh, have a good partnership with the city. We're neighbors of the city. Um, we want to show you that we're involved in the city. And uh, without the 10000 um, the city would be fine, but we wanted to do it out of the goodness of our hearts, but we're also involved with other community events. Um, as you know, we've, uh, VU has been awarded uh, Miami-Dade County Award through the schools that was nominated by South Miami School, um, and we, we've done a lot of cleanups, and we've done a lot of outreach in the community, so we want to continue that, and we want to show the city that we're here to stay, and we're really appreciative of being partners with the city. Great. Thank you for that. We appreciate the contribution. Any further comments, colleagues? Commissioner Mayor? Yes, sir. Mr. Williams, if you can get feedback to figure out how we can have a better relationship between the city with everything that we got going on that we can, uh, you know, partner up and, and do good for the community. I know you guys do a lot of stuff, uh, very positive things. We're not really aware of it. So if there's any way we can better communicate, uh, same thing on our behalf. I think we, we, we're doing a much better job of communicating what we're doing. So, uh, you know, things are much better when we're big in power and, and numbers. So. Just let them know for us on our behalf, please. Will do. Great, thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Uh, yes, sir, Commissioner Liebman. Yeah, sorry, uh, I'll try to be as quick as possible. So my, my position through this process is I, I independent, want us to remove the fact that this is for a religious institution, but um, you had a difficult time supporting this because I thought any organization, large landholder, larger organization, that doesn't uh, pay taxes. Uh, biggest um, one of the cities, obviously, South Miami Hospital, not not the uh, not the church, but that uh, consumer city resources should have to offer a pilot. A pilot is a payment in lieu of in lieu of taxes. It was it was explained to me that 
through an administrative fee to this an additional administrative fee to the city through hiring off-duty police that would amount to a minimum nine, $9,600 a year. So I suggested a, a pilot, a payment in lieu of taxes, um, in place of that for ten dollars to $15,000 a year in the same ballpark, I said, um, wouldn't have to be tied to CPI, wouldn't have to increase year over year. That could wait until uh, the, uh, the organization receives a CO, that way they have two or three years um, before they start paying it. And that also could be in place of this uh, administrative fee. So I just want to say I really appreciate uh, Boo Church. I really appreciate all the hard work that uh, the representative James Williams did. And that's why they came back with this generous contribution. Um, the city, I, I just want, and I, I said all along to city manager and, and city attorney and to Mr. Williams that commission, the city I'm sure knows me well, I'm very passionate. I could be a little intense. Once I get upset, don't think the right thing happens. I said, I just, it's just my position, but I'm happy if it passes four to one. I know the mayor likes to build consensus. I know Mr. William likes to build consensus. Just want to explain my position. So I will vote along with the uh, commission on this on this item. Thank you for that, sir. And I think uh, Mr. Manager, Commissioner Lehman has highlighted a good point. There may be some, um, if I heard him correctly, some externalized costs, you know, whether it's gas or capital depreciation with fleet uh, for police services that don't get captured in the current fee. So maybe it's an opportunity to kind of revisit that, that off-duty fee and see if we um, make up for some of the shortfall that he's speaking to. Okay. And, and, and if I may, Mr. Mayor, this I think, is we're, I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Anything else, colleagues? No. With that, let's call the roll. Thank you. Yes. We have a motion or not? Yeah, we have a we motion. We do. Okay. So who made the motion? Commissioner Lehman. Okay. We have a second by? Vice, Vice Mayor. Mayor. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, Madam Clerk, if you can call the roll, please. Yes. Vice Mayor Bonish. Yes. Commissioner Lehman. Yes. Commissioner Corey. Yes. Commissioner Kaye. Yes. Mayor Fernandez. Yes. Item passes 5-0. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Madam Clerk, if you can read item 13, please. Yes. Item 13, an ordinance of the Mayor and City Commission of the City of Southland, Florida, approving a franchise agreement with American Way Systems, LLC, to lease a portion of the city-owned property located outside the city's jurisdiction at 4795 Southwest 75th Avenue for the operation of an indoor waste processing and lot loading facility authorizing the city manager to negotiate and execute a franchise agreement relating to the lease of the property. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Before we recognize you, sir, if I could just, um, Mr. Rescue, could you give us a brief summary of the current posture and then the process going forward so that it's clear to both the members of this council and, and the public? Certainly. Um, so this stems from a discussion uh, on the October 17th agenda where we received direction to bring back a, uh, there was a presentation made by the uh, proponent, um, and we received direction to bring it bring it back to you with a lease on the November 21st agenda. So we're here. Uh, the lease, as you can tell, is uh, substantial, is extensive, um, but we tried to boil it down in a, in a memo uh, that was circulated to you all this morning. Um, essentially, it's it's it is the eastern portion of the public works site. Uh, the public works site is not in the city of South Miami. It is in the in unincorporated Miami-Dade County in the industrial section off of, um, you know, Bird and, and the A26. Um, this is a railway site, and this makes sense because this is a, a, a waste-to-rail facility that is being proposed. Um, the, so the, the memo runs down some of the, some of the bigger picture items, uh, the commencement date, 
Uh, there's a permit approval period of about 24 months from uh, lease inception, um, and then uh, that's when the, the actual commencement date would occur 24 months in, or the tenant receiving a, a CO for the facility. Um, they would, the term that they have proposed is 20 years with three 10-year extensions. Um, the use of the facility, I'll just read it. This is directly from the lease. Um, the, it is a waste-to-real transfer facility, and uh, they would be permitted to construct at their sole expense certain improvements related to the construction of an indoor waste processing and loading facility, rail spur, a scaled house, and all equipment and infrastructure necessary to operate a waste-to-rail transfer facility with a minimum processing and loading capacity of 500,000 tons per year, together with related site preparation, grading, and all other infrastructure. Uh, beyond that, the, uh, the facility would all be indoors, uh, would be, uh, I guess, separated by uh, a wall of at least 10 feet along, along the western boundary of the, of the premises to separate out uh, the rest of the remainder of the public works site. The premises would be accessed from Southwest 74th Avenue. Um, the, there are two components to rent. One is a, a, uh, a base rent that is currently set out at $18,958 with 33 cents. Um, and there are, there's provisions for uh, increasing it over time. Um, and, and appraisals for it. Um, and there is an appraisal ongoing right now to see if that rent is, is an accurate rent, is, is accurately. Did we get any sort of preliminary feedback from the appraiser as to whether it's, what they're proposing is market or not? Uh, I am not aware of any firm feedback. Okay, Mr. Manager, that. do you have anything to share on that point? With uh, respect to initial feedback at this point? Okay. No, he, he's, he's working feverishly, obviously, uh, he's okay. on it, and he knows he, he needs to try and get something back as soon as possible. Okay. Uh, we have written to the lease that the results of the appraisal, the, that the rent is automatically adjusted if the results of the appraisal show that it's, that it's a higher uh, okay. value. Uh, and then there's a secondary rent component, which is, called, which is additional rent. Um, and that is uh, essentially a dollar per ton, what, what has been proposed right now, um, is a dollar per ton of all waste processed at the facility that is not South Miami's. Okay. That is coming from other, other jurisdictions. Um, and, and to that point, Mr. Manager, do we have any sense of what the volume is that we generate? Because I know, I know the original proposal had roughly 200,000 tons as the, the trigger point for that additional host fee. Uh, your question relates to what we as a what city we generate, generate. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mayor, we uh, had staff went back and uh, revisited some of, of the uh, invoices, did some calculations, finance supported it. Uh, rough calculation for a fiscal year 23, about 11,000 tons. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's a there are escalator clauses depending on how much uh, waste is processed at the facility, um, and then there's a right to audit that the city can can determine, uh, they have to provide certain uh, accounting statements to um, ensure that, the, that what is being processed there um, is what they say it is and that and, uh, we would have the right to audit. And then at the end of term, uh, there's a couple of things. The, the tenant's responsible for uh, demolishing uh, the, the facility, cleaning the site, basically uh, giving it back to us the same way they found it, um, and along with any uh, cleaning up any environmental issues. And then there's a security uh, component to this, which is a bond or a letter of credit uh, to ensure that um, the, if, if there is an end of term event, um, either at the end or, or uh, if there's a default in, in the middle of the lease, uh, there's funding for demolition and restoration of the property.
colleagues, any questions about the lease terms or provisions that were summarized? And I know, that Madam Vice Mayor, you had some questions at the last uh, discussion of this item about the operation itself. If you'd like to, I, I did ask uh, Mr. Rinaldi and his team to be prepared to address those questions and walk you through how the operation would work, because I knew you were concerned about nuisances. So we can, we can take that now or take that later at your pleasure. I'd, I'd rather make my comments and then take that if I can. Sure. Because what, I, what I'm suggesting is that we tide this over to our next meeting. I feel like we essentially received this yesterday because it was sent Friday night. So we've had 24 hours to look at this. There is another, another party that has brought out also a letter of intent. I think we benefit from looking at them side by side and making a financial analysis and seeing what best serves us as a city. I understand that there is a time element because of the county they're meeting on the 12th of December, so us meeting on the 5th should give more than enough time to be able to move it forward or for them to have an idea. I, I don't know what other properties they're looking at. I, I imagine they can speak to that. But I think if we don't to kind of take the time to really look at this and think it through, especially being as an environmentally progressive city that we don't even take the time to look at what is and what could be, or even let us have a conversation with, with them and get more information, have you know a sunshine meeting, whatever. I just think 24 hours to make a decision as important as, th as this one is, is difficult for me. So if nobody agrees with me, then that's fine and we'll vote on it. I just, I'm worried that we're moving very quickly having options and not even considering them. Yeah, I, I, I have heard about a second proposal. Apparently it's a housing proposal. I've not met with with the party that's proposed they, that. Yeah, um, they, sent us the, they sent us an email. I, I've not received any correspondence from them, to my knowledge. We got it on the, I, the, I, on the 19th, I, yes, sir. I think. Who's speaking? I'm sorry. I, I have not received one either. Yeah. So but I, I, I wanted to follow up on those comments as well. I will. No, so yeah, I'll, I will recognize you shortly. I just wanted for the record to state that. I, I do also want for the record, my understanding secondhand through the manager is that one of the parties that responds beyond, um, I believe, Tom and Andy Korge is also Michael Wall, who was a former client. And so I just wanted to state that for the record. While I have no conflict, I do want to disclose that for purposes of our conversation. So. Um, should that proposal come forward, I'm happy to entertain it. But I, I have not seen it. Commissioner Kaye has not seen it. Commissioner Liebman, you're recognized as well. Oh, you're muted, Commissioner Liebman. Sorry, thank you. Uh, Mr. Mayor, I would just like to speak after you and after Commissioner Kaye, um, just to suggest a, you know, a hybrid approach to this or an interim approach. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, you're recognized. Okay, sorry. So um, what I'm going to suggest here, not discounting anyone's um, concerns, is if we vote on this item tonight and um, should it pass, I, I, I don't see any risk, and I'll tell you why, because there is urgency with this item. This item requires two readings. So hypothetically, let's say we're between the, the garbage item and the workforce housing item. If we decide not to go with the garbage item, we haven't lost anything. If we decide, um, and we if we decide um, to go with a garbage item, 
then we haven't lost two weeks because there is urgency. So I, I don't know if I see the, I don't know if I see the risk. And this gives us two weeks to evaluate the other proposal. Lieberman, I, 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 I agree with your suggestion. I think um, I, I'm honest, I, you know, the vice mayor just shared with me an email that was sent apparently yeah. on October 19th. I've looked at my inbox. I can't locate it you know, for some reason, but, but in any wrong. event, yeah, but, but in any event, I think, um, so I'm not prepared to discuss that proposal. Happy to vet it. If we want to vet it on the 6th, I think we should have a, a discussion item on both items, or the 5th, excuse me. You're right, the 5th. Do you um, want to maybe, it, and I, I don't disagree with you guys. I, that I'll do, I'll follow whatever the four of you think is best because I'm not married to any one of them. I just think then if that's the case, we need to be ready to discuss it at our priorities meeting before the commission meeting on the 5th because I think in, in fairness, I will make the meeting interminably long if we- The only, the only disadvantage I'm gonna have is I have a commitment to meet with, um, on the 5th with the speaker designate uh, <laughs> at five o'clock in Tallahassee and our state rep. So I, I will not be able to join the first portion of that priorities meeting. So I, I prefer that we just have it as a discussion item on the regular agenda so I can participate in that conversation as well. Uh, not for any other reason, otherwise I would agree with your request. But that will allow me to at least Can join you guys at seven. You? You're you're welcome to join me. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome to join me. I don't think we might make quorum for uh, our meeting here uh, if that's the case. But I, I think we sh my my suggestion I think is, would be along the lines of what Commissioner Liebman has, has suggested. This I think is a, a very attractive deal. It is, and it may, may very well be a better deal, dollar for dollar, than this other one. I'm not even going to pretend to be intelligent enough to give you a breakdown because I don't even know where to start, which is why I would really appreciate if we could get kind of a side-by-side -side comparison because it seems like the waste one on its face seems like a more lucrative option. And operationally less impactful to our to our public works facility, correct? And exactly, And but then on the other side, you have the whole workforce housing, which is something that our city feels strongly about. Yeah. And so I think we really need to give this its fair amount of work. And, and I think, you know, notwithstanding whatever our individual sentiment with respect to any deal, any deal that's submitted should get some sort of a response, right? So I think giving that party an answer is also just fair to them. So I agree with it. Uh, discussing, Mr. Manager, I would just like to add, if when we're doing the comparison, I know one of the items we've talked about, and one thing that I think is attractive about this possible opportunity beyond beyond the revenue, beyond helping the county solve uh, a significant problem they have in terms of waste handling and disposal, is that it also has the added benefit of uh, possibly substantially enhancing our operations. If we can actually tip our trash at this location as opposed to taking it to Doral and or, or Homestead. So if we can somehow kind of try to quantify what the operational cost savings associated with coming back to our home base essentially at the end of our service routes, and you know the related benefits in terms of fuel and kind of capital depreciations. It's, I'm imagining we're consuming less vehicle miles every year. It'll extend the life of the vehicles as well. Just love to get that factored into the comparison as well, Madam, Madam, Madam Vice Mayor. And I, as I mentioned last time, the human element here. We have 21 or 22. I'm not. I know it's 20 something employees there. That's our team, and I think we need to weigh that as heavily as we weigh everything else because humans are more important than any of the other things that we're discussing. And, and by the way, on that point, 
one of the concerns I have about housing on the site is the humans that we're bringing to the site. It's going to substantially, you know, my understanding through the manager is that the other project would require much more of the physical footprint of the site, which would constrain our, our current operations or change them substantially. This is making use of, a, I'd say, probably the most underutilized portion of the public works yard. But bringing residential into what's an industrial district, I have concerns about simply because, well, we may have concerns about the nuisance impacts of a waste facility, waste rail facility at this location. It is across the rail yard from a railway from a concrete batching plant. And so you've got some very heavy industrial uses already in this area, which I don't necessarily know are compatible with residential. So that's my biggest concern about about that proposal without knowing anything about it as well. No, and, and, so. and fair enough, I, I, I don't disagree with you, so it, it's like yeah, useless yeah. to kind of have a- No, no, but I just want to make that point as well, because I, I think the, I think beyond, we, I, I wanted Mr. Rinaldi and his team to address the concerns related to your expressed concerns about possible impacts of the operation on the quality of life of our staff. So maybe they can give us a couple minutes on how the operation would work. Just to address that, if you want to do that today, they're here. No, no, yeah, let's yeah. have them talk. Okay. They're already here. Is there anything else that you'd like them to address while we have them here as well? And Mr. Manager? Yes, sir. Commissioner Lieben, uh, you were recognized. You mean somebody else wants after, to talk? Right after the manager, because I would like them to address a couple of things as well sure. that you brought up, Mr. Manager. Okay. Do you want to make those comments before or after we hear from the proposal about the operations? To you and well, Mr. Before, because I'd like to hear from them, but okay. I believe you recognize or city manager first. I think he was trying to get my attention so he, I would recognize you, sir. So you're recognized. So thank you. So three quick things. I, I so appreciate our vice mayor being concerned for our wonderful team. Um, been very clear and very sensitive and thoughtful about that. And I uh, really appreciate that perspective on the dais. Second thing, I just want to reiterate what I said is, I don't think we have anything to lose after this reading. We, we still have the ability to choose the workforce housing project or the trash project or another project or neither. But should we choose um, the uh, the trash project, you know, it, there is, again, there is urgency and it'll save us two weeks. So again, I don't think we have anything to lose by voting for it tonight. Um, but Mr. Mayor, to, to your point, and the point of the contract, I'm, I'm gonna be a lot less supportive, um, read between the lines, I'm not sure I can support it. If, if our trucks cannot dump there, I don't see the benefit, that's a huge benefit for me. Um, so if that's not the case, I'm not sure I can support it. And second, I don't see any reason why our tipping fees should be excluded from that total. That's um, maybe it's maybe it's uh, subject to a county ordinance that overrides this, but to me that doesn't make any sense. And um, so, Commissioner Lieben, I think that I think the, I think the concept was a host fee because we're receiving the burden of someone else's refuse that's not generated by our own citizens. So that's why you would net out the 11,000 tons. And I would just say, I mean, their proposal was 200,000 tons for the host fee to kick in. If we pegged it at uh, 11,000 tons, it's $181,000 difference. So it's a substantial monetary difference even at that number. And I'm not sure whether that's something that the, the enterprise can support or not. We'll, we'll get some clarification from them. But um, that, that's the logic behind not netting out our number. We, I know that I've, I've had some conversations with Mr. Uh, Jorge Luz Lopez, who's uh, the lobbyist for the proponent. And you know, one of the things that we've talked about, I think a precondition to anything we do here, if it's adopted, is that this becomes a county recognized tipping facility. And certainly I know that one of the things I've spoken to Commissioner Regalado about is possibly, since we are stepping up to the plate 
and trying to help the county solve its problem, that we maybe uh, have our tipping fees for the county waived for a period of time. So potentially it's another layer of economic benefit to the city as well. Okay? Great. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you. Commissioner Kaye, I think you wanted to make some comments or ask some questions. Yeah, thank you, Mayor. Um, so I, I agree with Commissioner Lehman on, you know, approving it on first reading. I think that it just speeds up the process and, uh, and you know, the vice versa. I agree with everything you said, Mayor, about, you know, having it's just a lot of benefits here. Um, but I'm going to be very clear. Um, there's two big items that I need to clarify with them. Um, hopefully they get to answer some questions or not. I, I want to set up some meetings uh, and I've requested for, I think, a meeting early next week. Um, but there's two big things that I really want to understand. Um, one, this is a startup. Um, they've done it in the past. This is one that's being done, redone for them. They only have one facility under their belt correct, uh, currently. Um, I really want to understand the business model because if, if the economies of scale needs them to be at 15, 20, 30, 100 different facilities for them to be profitable, I need to understand that. Um, I think we owe it to the city and to the, our people to understand what we're doing with our property to make sure that it's effective and it, and it lasts and it's in a good project for everybody you know involved with this particular uh, project. So that's one. Uh, secondly, um, uh, we need to talk to the county. I think that you know I don't I don't I haven't seen any feedback besides talking to our commissioner um, that she's in favor of it. But we don't know where the county stands on it. Uh, we haven't talked to anybody, and this is just to my knowledge. So if, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Uh, but I really want to understand where the county stands with this. I mean, is um, what what other facilities are they willing to provide with this particular project? Um, whether it's Miami Dade County, or does it go up to Broward County? Does it go up to West Palm? So just just the whole aspect of this particular business, I just want to understand it before I make a decision. Because I, if I don't have those answers or a good understanding, I'm going to be voting no on the second reading because um, I really want to have those answers. Fair enough. Commissioner Corey, any questions So before we recognize Mr. Rinaldi as team? Yes, thank you. And uh, I, I, I know we've had a lot of comments, and I don't know how if you guys are going to remember all the questions to answer, but we'll do our best to remind you. So this is regarding the lease, so it also might be answerable by the uh, city attorney, but the two questions I had on the lease, one of them obviously the sort of security deposit that you're providing. I, I, I would really like to know where that number came from and perhaps um, uh, if that's realistic given the cost of demolishing, remediating a waste site and what, what, what that might take. Um, so if the half a million is is enough in, in case, you know, uh, 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 it doesn't turn out the way we all want it to turn out. Then the other question was if we do agree to this, um, and this might have, I, I didn't see it addressed in our uh, memo, but um, how much time would this site be tied up in this agreement um, in order for the county to come through and finalize everything just uh, as a liability on our end? It was a curiosity I had. So to answer that question, uh, the they would have two years, a two-year permit approval period, uh, within which. So, but let me let me ask, let me just clarify, ask a clarifying question, if I may. Yeah. Sorry to piggyback on your comment. So, there's there's two years to procure an approval for any permits under, I'm assuming Chapter 24, right, for Durham to permit this waste facility. But my 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 thought was that the the lease is preconditioned or a condition precedent to the lease being effective. Is the county approving this as a disposition site? Is that not correct? That well, so so if it's not correct, it should be I think conditioned. Absolutely, on, and on that, and I don't know if that's 
consistent with your thinking. The, okay. There are a number of issues that Ms. Arango and I went went through. That okay. We, we, you know, that we need to hit. Okay. You know, as we this is this is a draft. Again, version. I think I, I've been clear. I've been clear with them, and I, mm -hmm. I want to be clear with my colleagues as well that this only makes sense if this is part of the county's acknowledged uh, waste disposal uh, infrastructure. Uh, again, we're trying to so help them solve their problem. Yes, Mr. Manager. I, I didn't know if Commissioner Corey was done, but I, I did want to make a comment regarding the county, uh, just as an uh, update for but, Commissioner Corey. Okay. So, so it's two years then. They so have they, two years you know, to get this deal done with the county. I think if it's not reflected now, I'd, I'd like to see it on second reading modified so that the county's approval of this scheme is a condition precedent to the lease taking effect. And then I think as the lease is drafted, they have two years to procure a, uh, a permit to operate the facility. Okay. Okay. Senator Pro. Yes. I agree with you, Mayor. Thank you. Mr. Manager. Yes, yeah, just way, by way of update, <clears throat> Commissioner Kaye's uh, comment, we spoke, uh, so this conversation was after we spoke today, uh, Commissioner, uh, so I didn't have the benefit of that. I did speak to Chief Operating Officer at the county, spoke to, to him uh, globally uh, in regards to this. Um, they have a general interest in the concept and they're certainly waiting for a proposal uh, uh, from potentially from the proposer and American Waste on it. And um, you know, there's a lot of in-betweens that have to be taken care of as it relates to uh, this being an existing facility that's part of their system. But they they have an interest, and they've actually shared globally the concept of waste to rail with their commission as an option to think that they're exploring currently. Uh, so there's that conversation being had at that level of the county. Uh, so I just want to provide okay. that update. Madam Vice Mayor, go ahead. Sorry, I just need a clarification because it's kind of jumping around and I want to make sure I have it right in my brain. So we're saying right now, if we say yes and we say yes December 5th, then they have two years to secure this. So for those two years, we're just kind of on hold and then they have time to build it after that. So what are we really looking at? I, I... Go ahead. Yeah, so... So the way the lease is structured is, yes, they have two years to get all of their permit approvals mm -hmm. and to determine whether they are, they, they have 60 days to do their due diligence. Okay. Okay. Then they have two years before the- And again, to clarify, at 60 days, there's a security deposit that becomes unrefundable. Correct. Correct. So we, there's, if, if let's say in year two, they've not gotten a permit, we have the right, they're technically- in the 45 days. I have missed- 45 days yeah. to complete their diligence. Right. At 45 days, I think it was, it, what was the number of the deposit? What was the amount of the deposit? It was six times the, the, six the times monthly the, rent. Six times the monthly rent. Okay, so we'll get six times the monthly rent as security, right? It's, it's non-refundable to us. If they, do not, if they do not proceed with getting the facility operational in two years, then I think we have the right to terminate, correct, Mr. State Attorney, the lease? Yes. Okay. So it, it, within the two years, making it operational? Correct. Okay, so then what? I'm gonna reiterate this because yeah. I wanna make sure I have it clear because it, yeah. we're gonna be making decisions on this and not knowing is stupid. Um, so then we've got this time frame now of two years to try and figure this all out, let them get their stuff together if it gets approved. And then, but you said at the end of those two years, they're operational. I understand that at the end of those two years, they start building, correct? Yeah, well, so we're not really talking two years. We're talking procure a per they have to permit the facility. Correct. Within so that means two years. within two years. Okay. Correct. But when do the rent payments start? At two years. At two years. At two years. So uh, whether whether they're operational or not, right. they have an obligation to make rent payments. Correct. At, at that point, it would only be base rent because they're not tipping at the correct. facility mm -hmm. yet. Yeah. 
So they, they are financially incentivized to deliver the facility as quickly as possible. Correct. Okay. Right. And we do have at that point the op, op, option to terminate if in fact we don't believe they've made progress. If they have not permitted the facility. Correct. And we'll make that ironclad. Yeah. And if they do permit the facility, then they have X amount of years after that. They have the, the term of they have the term of the lease, uh, uh, unless they're otherwise in default. Okay. I think I think we we can build in some additional safeguards to just make sure that they kind of bring a facility online because you know again the host fee is of interest to us. But I would think that burning a hole in their pocket of a couple hundred thousand dollars a year is not an insignificant uh, burden. Yeah. Mayor, if I may, just yes, a further clarification to the vice mayor. So the lease commencement is actually after the two-year period. And one of the things that we've asked for in this draft lease is development guidelines or development timeline so that their plan for development and construction of a facility is on a timeline that we would approve so that we have an estimate or a good um, amount of time as to when they're going to finish the project and it becomes operational. Thank you. Okay. So with, with that by way of background, I have the following questions. Mr. Rinaldi and team, if you can help us address them. We have questions about if, explaining the business model, number one, how this works. Maybe you can give us a sense of what kind of conditions you need to satisfy before you'd even want to continue in this oh. endeavor with us, number one. Number two, if you can walk us through the operations of how the facility might work, specifically addressing concerns about how it could adversely affect the health or well-being of our, of our existing employees. Uh, my colleague here mentioned $500,000 in terms of security in the form of a letter of credit or bond for the demo and remediation costs. And I think the last item was the permitting. If you can just kind of give us a sense of safeguards so that we know that once we're locked in beyond getting the base rent, there's the opportunity to get the additional host fee with your operations. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Th through the mayor? Yes, sir. Okay. Can we add one more? I just wanted to understand the agreement uh, opportunities that that have already been agreed to between them and CSX as well, just uh, as a matter of update, please. So I would roll that up into the business model conversation, please. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So what I'm gonna try and do is, you know, answer your questions as I explain that. First of all, foremost, we wanna be operational as soon as possible. I, I'm not looking forward to doing a two-year permit process. If the city or the city manager, because this is an issue throughout the county and the city, to help get this permit process Further, I have no problem hiring Langen Engineering to do the permit. They're waiting for me to give them a lease to show I have control of the, the property. I've already did surveys, I've already did tests, I've already did aerials, I've already looked at how many rail cars I have to purchase prior to this project. Okay, every rail car I purchase is $165,000. To do the project, I need 100 rail cars to be operational. So I'm not going to go out and, and that's just for, that's just for this facility or for just for this facility. Okay, got it. Okay, so okay. you have rail cars every day. Okay. Because if you don't have rail cars every day, it doesn't work. Okay. So just to do the rail cars, I need about a year to have them. Right now, I'm working on a lease program to lease just to if we were lucky enough to get this project done in six months. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am fully committed to this project. One thing I want people to understand is I don't know if anybody knows this was I was the former president of Tunnel Hill Partners. Tunnel Hill Partners was the largest waste by rail company in the country, which merged with Wheelabrator and not to now is Win Waste. So I sold, I, I was one of the partners in Tunnel Hill, which we built 12 rail, race by rail stations. I started with my first one, we were doing 800 tons to a landfill. By the time I left, we were doing 16,000 tons. One thing I want to comment about waste by rail, 
That's a, that's a day, I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. let's clarify. Yes, yes. Okay. and please interrupt me if you guys have any questions because it's easier for me that way. Uh, one thing I want you to comment about is also the environment of waste by rail. It takes five trucks off the road, so the carbon footprint, and I can show you documentation, is 75% less when you operate by rail. Also, waste operates at night. You don't see rail cars at night. Okay. Number, number two, or three, um, this facility would be totally enclosed. Is there, is there a mic we can... Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's not your fault. Sean, is there a mic we can land on? I brought a pointer. I brought a pointer. Okay. You want to move that a little bit closer to you? Thank you. Commissioner Guy and Lehman, we apologize. I'm not sure you'll be able to see that I on the record. You see it, but if you get it, if you put a little bit closer to Mr. Rinaldi, just right to his right, right to his immediate left. Yeah. You can slide it over right? this way. Right, right by the podium. They can get it on camera. There we go. Perfect. There we go. You see it now? Thank you. Now we can now they can see it as well. Basically, this facility have garage doors. So we try and keep as many odors and everything out of the facility. Uh, the trucks come in, they get weighed, they dump. Inside the building. inside the building. Now I want to comment on this. This floor is a raised floor, so you dump right into the rail car. Now depend, depending how we, how we enter the building, depend on the floor height. What you want to try and do is get the, the wheel loader or the excavator as close to the rail as possible and be able to look down into the rail car. It speeds it and it makes a lot, a lot further. Right here, the cars go through the building and are indexed. The empty cars are stopped outside. So the cars come in through the back and then get pushed in like that. So the empties come in, then go like that. So every real car takes five trucks off the road, 45 trucks, okay? One of the biggest factors for you guys is the turn time that you'll have going to the landfill for your last load. So at the end of the day, instead of taking three hours to get back, they get back to that facility. And I'm willing to, you guys are, the landowner, you guys are giving me the opportunity. I'm willing to show you, and I do this for other towns, how to make your routes more efficient. 11,000 tons is not, you know, not nothing. I don't want to say it's nothing, but it's, we could do, I could help you with route efficiencies. That'd be great, thank you, okay? we'd appreciate that. I'm not that. looking to do this for nothing. Um, uh, Commissioner Boshier? Bonish, Vice Mayor Bonish. I'm gonna go right through everybody. Yeah, I want to ask your question because I want to go right through everybody. You can just call me Lisa. Okay, Lisa, thank you. <laughs> you have a question I can answer? Yes. Environmentally, everything is done inside the building. We run misters that run scents so you don't, you don't smell anything. The other thing too is the way this facility works, it's gonna work this way out. So the longer way it goes, that's how we're gonna look at our recycling program. There's no way I could tell you about recycling until I see the waste stream for six months. If anybody tells you they could do it right off the bat, they're lying. I have to know your, your, your stream, how you guys recycle. Because in today, and I wanna make sure we understand this, recycling is done in grade school. We don't wash our glasses. We don't clean anything. We just throw it in the recycle basket. In Norway, Denmark, those states, they start their recycling programs in grade school. And that's one of the things that I want to try and do in Miami. Okay? And let me go. So any other questions, Lisa? Yes. Go ahead. So when the trucks are coming in, and I'm, I'm asking this based on my experience uh -huh. at Flag, 
like Amy. I don't know where that is. It's it, it, she, you're talking about the Coral Way, uh, yes. Brothers, is it Brothers to the Rescue Park? Uh, it's Flagami. I don't it's, know. Uh, so <laughs> there's a, there's an oh, incinerator facility roughly on uh, 72nd Avenue and Coral Way. And, Coral Way. and oh. it's on the route for me to go to, you know, to the superstore. Uh -huh. um, and when I drive by there, there are, on any given day, 15, 20 trucks, garbage trucks, just standing there. Okay. waiting to dump and if they operate like that okay they shouldn't well i don't want to comment anybody a truck should take seven minutes to get in and out of your facility you have to schedule the trucks in a cycle if the trucks are not cycled you'll have a mess what's happening and i went and saw some of your other facilities they don't have no schedule so what are you trying to do is say your trucks will come at the end of the day we would say from three to four we know we have 10 trucks coming in and we cycle them. We don't just say everybody come at once because that's how you have log jams and problems. I've built these in other cities, Boston, Philadelphia, Long Island. Those are inner city. I built one right underneath the Walt Whitman Bridge. If you don't have a cycle system, you will have backlogs. And that is a problem waste by rail because people just think you could dump and not have a system. When they're using waste by, and you're using the incinerator, Okay, the incinerator, I, I know incinerators, okay, especially I know that one, all right. I know the owners, and they're very capable people, but they don't, the county doesn't cycle their trucks, and that's one of the things I'm going to be talking with the county about, because then you don't have you getting calls in the middle of the night that the truck's all the way up going up 74th Street. I don't want to have those calls. Yeah, and, and how many trucks do you envision coming in and out of here if you have your way, your utopia? Because I remember I wasn't here on the meeting on the 17th, but I watched it twice so that I could understand Well, that, that we're going to talk to the city, the county and the city manager about, about what they think they want to bring, and then I put, the, I put a schedule together. I don't know how much you bring in daily, but that's how I would, that's why it's a city facility. And how will you mitigate... I, I can't get over the smell that's going to come with this. Ma'am, if you come to some of my other facilities, I welcome you to come. I'm in neighborhoods. You don't smell anything. Okay. Okay? The, the cars are covered, MSW cars are covered with, you ever see the spray foam insulation? Of course. They spray them with that. So they don't want any water getting in. And the STB, which is, they're my other government, I can't have anything leaking going onto the tracks. The C&D waste is covered with netting. Okay. So nothing blows, nothing objects, stuff like that. Thank you. Thank you. Corey? Corey? Thank Mr. you. Corey, yes. Um, go ahead, sir. You want to ask yes. So the city attorney answered my question on the lease, uh, but I did have a question about the, uh, essentially the, it's not a security deposit, but the, the, the cleanup. Let's say, let's say I, I die in the middle of the street, Lisa runs me over, and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. I'm a good and enough driver okay, for that. Okay, first too. of all. The, the facility itself, you guys will never throw this facility away because you'll be able to, if you have a FEMA event, I'll be able to get more and more waste than any other facility in Miami. I can guarantee that. Number two is the facility is built out of all steel. Worst comes to worst. Besides getting rid of the garbage, that's why 500,000 is more, is you could sell the building tomorrow. It's all steel. There's nothing, it's all steel I-beam. But let's say we did want to remove the building and clean the site. Do you think that, where did the number 500,000 500, come what, from? Possibly, I would probably have 1,500 tons on the ground. 
okay? I try and clean up the floor every day, okay, depending on whatever. But let's just say I left 1,000 tons on the ground. So 1,000 tons, let's say at $100 a ton, is $100,000. I gave you five in case you have to take the building down. You could sell the building. I'm, I'm trying to make it that there's no questions. And that's why if you, any accountant that looks at it says, well, yes. Do I have to put 500? No, but I want you guys to feel comfortable. What I will ask, after so many years, and I do a good job and you feel comfortable, I'll say, could we reduce that by half? I will come back to you and ask that. That'll be after five, six years that you feel comfortable. Oh, understood. Other questions? Shakaya? Um, Thank you. So, um, Vice Mayor Bonich uh, asked a question about, you know, um, a facility. You said, you know, invite her to welcome one. How many facilities do you, you guys currently have right now uh, under this organization? Under right now, I have two going up and I have one operating. But at one time when I was Tunnel Hill Partners, I had 12 plus two landfills. And you can look up Tunnel Hill. I was the president of that for seven years, six years. I built that. As a, as a president, you ran it, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, every day. Is there, an or, is, there, or, is there an ownership group on that? Or how, how does, I guess, look, my, my, concern, my concern is, you know, uh, startups and-, and you This know. isn't a startup, sir. I've done this many times. So I want you to understand- well, my, I think, I think just This to, isn't my first rodeo on this. Mr. Rinaldi, I think just to the, to the, to the commissioner's concern. I mean, clearly you have a, a very proven track record, mm -hmm. but every, right. every, every enterprise stands on its own. And yeah. so just get, if you can give them a sense of what the financial capacity is, of the current enterprise and what it's operating, I think that's what he's really looking to understand. And Commissioner, if I'm not, if I'm not elaborating on your point, please feel free to correct me. No, and, and I'll elaborate. You're, you're correct, uh, Mayor. Uh, let me further elaborate. So you had 13 facilities before with two collection, what, you, whatever two landfills, yeah. one in Fostoria, Ohio, and one in right. uh, Zanesville. For this operation to be profitable, you're running a business, you know, is it something you need to get another 12 facilities under your belt with some waste management uh, facilities to be a business that's going to do well? Like, you know, I think we owe it to our, our constituents to make sure that we're going into business with somebody that's going to do well, you know, that it's going to be profitable. I don't want to be a guinea pig, um, for lack of a better word, for us to be the first one to go say something that we're going to go facilitate something and the county doesn't follow. And maybe other counties don't follow, and we're kind of just stuck with it. Look, I, I believe I believe what you're doing is amazing. It's a great product. You know, I've done businesses, startups, and not. You know, my track record might may be good or not. It doesn't matter. I think that it stands on its own. I just really want to understand what this process is going to look like moving forward. Uh, first of all, that's that was my main concern. Um. I don't have a problem giving you a financial guarantee. I'm going to give you the 500000 as a bond because, I mean, I, I want to do it. Right. Uh, there's no question in my mind that it cannot be done uh, or else I wouldn't spend the money I've been spending. Uh, you know, I'm already doing due diligence now with the environmental impacts to the site. And that's part of the Durham process. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't asking for a financial guarantee. I'm asking for your business model to make sure I understand what you guys need, not only from us, from the county, from other counties, from other municipalities, to make sure that you guys are successful. Well, my business model would be that 
I would try and take a certain portion of garbage in the South Miami area that's available and put it through that facility. I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, sir, and I'm not trying to be coy or anything like that. Is I'm, I'm going to look at it, a, a, let's say, a 20-minute drive time, and I'm going to see a circle. I'm going to see how much waste is in that circle. I'm going to see to the county how much waste you know, right now I know you guys are short a million and a half tons. To me, it's a great opportunity that I could solve a problem. So I don't think I'm going to have a problem getting waste, being that I'll be more economical than anything else you could do. I, I think, Mr. Yeah, Rowland, if, if, if I can ask this question. Hold on, Mayor. Mayor yeah. yeah, sir, go ahead. So I, I think we're, we're, we're crossing, we're crossing, we're not, we're, we're not answering our questions together. I've requested a meeting uh, through, through the clerk in, my, in our office with you guys hopefully next, not next a, Monday. Not a problem whatsoever. That way we can understand it. Yeah, just, I, 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 I there's I a lot of questions I have. One-on-one, on one, I'm happy to sit down with anyone. That's fair, and I'm okay with that. I don't want I, to just, I don't wanna sound like I'm not trying to answer, but I, I'm trying to, you know, you know, I could show you on paper what I'm gonna look at. You know, I'm more, you know, and that's after, fair. after meeting that's with the county and discussing. That's why I'm saying that. Yeah, that's no problem whatsoever, sir. Sorry, Mayor, go ahead. No, that's fine. Sorry, guys, I don't wanna sound, I just, it's a passion I know and I love. It's. I thought you guys were talking past each other, so I just wanted to kind of try to bring it in. But we'll let you guys get together and we can, yes, we can talk about it. Yes, not a problem. Okay. And can I just want to say, Mr. Baldy, I, I love your style. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, it's something I know. I'm not afraid to talk about it. And I'm not afraid, you know, this, like I said, it's not my first rodeo in this business. I'm very proud of what I built and what I've done and the communities I have touched. And... Uh, it's what I like to do, and I, I'm good at it. And I'll tell you one other thing that will be good for you guys. We'll be the best FEMA site in the state of Florida. That I'll guarantee you. Great. We'll, we'll thank be able to get more waste out than any other city in the state of Florida. Well, thank you for taking our questions. Uh, any further questions for Mr. Rinaldi from members of the commission? Yes, please, Madam Vice Mayor. When you get the universe of what you want down here, how many locations like the one you're proposing on this site will there be? In, in Miami, I'm working with the county to help them solve their problem, okay? So we're already talking about another site, okay? Yeah. Because they, the problem's gonna happen. The incinerator that came down, they don't want it back. So this is a way that I, I think, it, that's why I came, I retired to Florida, now I'm back because I saw <laughs> the opportunity, I gotta be honest with you. You and everybody else, no, everybody you know, retired. I can't sit here. <laughs> okay, all right, thank you. Thank you. Commissioner Lehman, you recognize. Uh, yes, th uh, thank you so much, Mr. Rinaldi. Yeah, my questions, I don't know, Mayor, if they're for you, the county, city attorney, city manager. I just want to make sure, again, just that we can dump there. Uh, that's a huge cost savings for the city, creates tremendous efficiencies. And then, yeah, I, I understand the math. Um, so, yeah, I guess I don't understand why, what the amount that the city dumps there, the tonnage. Uh, what wouldn't be um, it wouldn't be included in that total for the for the overage bonus but you know I guess if that threshold lower you know it it, uh, it compensates for that okay so just to kind of let's just highlight those two points right now the proposal for the base rent is what 227 227 thousand dollars a year I've not I've not multiplied that but yes that sounds right okay yeah, just under 240 yeah okay yeah so um, you know, my, my conversations with uh, Andy Magenheim was roughly the 235 would be 
probably FMR. So we'll we'll wait for the appraisal, but that's my understanding of the base economics. And then if in fact we took a model where we use the host fee threshold at 11,000 tons a year, which is what we generate, then you're talking about potentially up to another $181,000, well, certainly $181,000 more in revenue than their initial proposal, which had a host fee above the for after 200,000 tons. 200,000, that's correct. Okay. So, again, that's what we were kicking around, Mr. Rinaldi. I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm seeing you shake your head up and down, so I'm assuming that's not objectionable to you, or, or, we'll, or you'll come back with something between... If you, can, if you can just come up to the mic, sir, I'm sorry, no problem. I would like to look at the city's model for the 11,000 tons, because if I think we could save money a couple different places, uh, you know, I could show you. But I want to be clear, I know we, we, are, we are very happy, at least I'm very happy, to take your advice on how we can create more efficient routes. And I think just coming back to essentially our home base every evening with our, 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 tr our trucks and saving the differential gas and wear and tear man hours will create internalized savings based on where we're tipping. That said, what we've been talking about is a, the host fee portion, which you had proposed that, you know, sharing revenue with us above 200,000 tons, right? Yes, sir. We, had, we were suggesting that we, that we reduce that to 11,000 tons. So that's $180,000 swing. It's not, it's not, uh, again, I'm asking because, you know, I mean, we, I, I, could I just, we're, we're acting like it's not a big thing, but I want to make sure that I, I it's, wanna, you know, I, I, I'd like to think yeah. about that. Not saying sure. maybe we can meet somewhere in the middle. Okay. Okay. Because I don't want to ruin the financial model with the, the county because then it takes their prices. Correct. And so I think, you know, it all affects everybody. Sure. So I, I think for us, it would be helpful as you have conversation with the county to figure out, you know, that, that revenue split 200,000. My understanding conversations with my friend was that you were looking at trying to capture at least uh, 400,000 tons of that one and a half million tons to kind of make this an endeavor that was worth your pursuing. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that was my understanding of the conversations. So for me, 50% of that number, probably more throughput than this little facility could handle. So I thought that was probably a fee differential that was a little bit too high a, a, a yield. So maybe half, I think, would be much better. Certainly, but if there's also the ability to kind of get relief for us through the modification to the interlocal, so we're not paying tipping fees, that's another $100,000 plus, Mr. Manager, correct me if I'm wrong, of savings where we're not paying, even if it's for a few years, mm -hmm. that certainly would enhance the economics of this deal for us as well, so. Yes, that's what, I wanna make sure the financial model is correct before I speak. Okay. I don't wanna misspeak and then. Okay. You, you may, yes, Madam Vice Mayor. I've now heard Commissioner Liebman say something twice, and it, it stuck with me. Is there a possibility we would not be able to throw our trash away here? So as I understand it, we are obligated via a contract with the county, interlocal agreement, to dispose of our trash, uh, our non-green waste, right, at county, at, count, at county facilities, county designated facilities, right? So we have a contractual obligation through what years, at 2028 or something, or? Can't remember the exact year, but yes, we do we do have an obligation. Okay. But obviously, as stated earlier, uh, this would only work if it's deemed a county facility yeah. of which exactly. we can go there of instead which of somewhere we go. else. So, Madam Vice Mayor, the, the, this dream, from my perspective, dies if the county doesn't designate this as one of its facilities. Yeah, for what us. You're, what you're hearing from Mr. Rinaldi is they need the additional capacity because one of their big recipients of trash is offline, which is the incinerator. So they're sending more trash than, and I having worked with chip at the city of Miami 20 years ago, 20 years ago, there was a ton of concern about the capacity of the South Dade landfill. 
And the more of that capacity gets consumed, the less pricing uh, control we have over the market because then the only other landfills that are available regionally are owned by private private, private uh, commercial waste interests, right? And so they can ratchet up pricing dramatically. So the county has for now at least two decades that I've been aware, zealously guarding the, the latent capacity of that landfill by trying to divert trash elsewhere to incinerators principally, right, to keep that capacity for as long a period of time as they can so that they could keep some pricing stability in the market. If I'm speaking out of no, school. No, no, and I want to make a commitment. Yeah, yeah. Lisa, you didn't see the video before? Oh, I did. I saw all of it. Okay, the, well, yeah, the, yeah. the former mayor and the former governor, when I built these facilities, I always take care of the hometown. So I will look you guys straight in the face, and that's why I do not want to say something. I don't know the financial model of it, but I will make sure that this city is always taken care of with that facility. So, so Madam Vice Mayor, to that point, I think this only works if it's designated by the county as one of their facilities that we would be eligible to tip at under the interlocal. So that's point one. Point two is I've asked Mr. Luis Lopez and asked Mr. Rinaldi and staff that another consideration be potentially that we get some relief from our tipping fees since we're kind of using our limited portfolio of property to kind of help the county deal with this issue. So that's hopefully tier two of relief. And I think what you're hearing from Mr. Rinaldi is he's not saying yes to the host fee because because it could have pricing impacts that would you know impact the county more broadly and kind of make this an unattractive deal for them as well. So we'll wait to hear back on that on that item if that's fair. Uh, we'll wait. We'll be, have an appraisal at that point in time uh, from from Magenheim and Associates. Uh, my guess is we'll plus up the plus up the the base rent so that's at market, and then I would see the host fee is almost kind of a kicker way above way above what the, what the fair market rent would be. Okay? Okay. Any further questions? Any discussion, colleagues? Okay. So I, I, I would like to suggest that we, we, we ha move this item for approval on first reading, and rather than bring it back on 12-5, maybe we bring it back our first full meeting in January. Which I, what, what date is that, Madam Clerk? I'm not sure. Um, the first one is January 2nd. And then I will not be here on January 2nd. <laughs> January... Um, 15th. 15th. So I, I think if, if it makes sense to you, that way we can allow the conversations with the county, which over the holidays get difficult, to kind of evolve for a few more weeks, give them a chance to kind of get back to us with some real-time feedback from the county as to whether they're inclined to bless this whole exercise, or we can kind of vote with that information in mid-January, if that's agreeable to everyone. Uh, and we can also vet the companion proposal and get an apples-to-apples comparison on what um, the other team is proposing for the use of the site. Reasonable? Does that work with, I, you guys, from what I understood originally, you guys had a very tight time. We, we, I think we want to send a, a signal to the county that we are interested in doing this, and this fir first vote was crucial for that purpose. I mean, I would ask Mr. Rolda, do you need more than that before January 16th? I, I, they're waiting on this to negotiate with me. Okay. 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 And, and that timeline that we're now discussing works for everybody? Commissioners Gaia, Commissioners Liebman. I'm, I'm pointing at you like pointing you at you guys. You can't hear? Oh. Yeah, I, was, I, I can hear. I just want to say uh, two things quickly. Doing it next year sounds like a, a long time away. If everyone's okay with that, I'm fine with that. But the other thing is in our conversations with the county, if the county is really serious about being green, um, they would have won and, and reducing traffic. Those are two constants for the county being green reducing traffic they wouldn't want anything else than for our trucks to dump where, where their endpoint is anyway that's where we, that's where our trucks park 
So they start and end it every day. Why would they want our trucks on the road, creating more traffic and, and more, you know, and more pollutants in the air? So it, the, the county should absolutely, and that should be presented to the county. So Collins, I, I, think the, I think the question is, do we want to hear this on the 5th or do we want to hear this on the 16th? I'm open to either date. I just trying to give folks more time to allow them to get some feedback from the county or to uh, or for and for us to vet the companion proposal. What's your what's your preference, colleagues? I'm leaving it to you guys because I I already or any said thoughts. If if you can negotiate with the county with only having this passed on the first reading, then I have no problem with it being read later in January. If, but if not, if, you know. If there is, then would you be looking at? Well, I, I, if if you're physically not here on the fifth, then I I think it we're better served if you are here. You know what I mean? I I, I will. I'm I'm going to participate as vigorously on the fifth, <laughs> whether I'm here or not. I just oh I would goodness. not be there to participate in the pre-meeting and our priorities meeting, which is why I wanted this item discussed as part of the regular agenda. That was my only request. But I I, I plan to participate fully. Ramoli, as Commissioner Kai and Liebman have been doing so aptly on their own today. Right? I leave it to you guys to decide. I'm impartial. Yes, sir. You're recognized. If I may, Mr. Mayor, just in terms Your of Your name time, and address for the record, sir. Uh, George Sorry. Lopez, uh, as 26, 2665 South Bay Shore Drive. There you go. Good Thank job. You. Thank you, and good you evening to everyone. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know who you were. Yeah. Pleasure. No. Uh, just in terms of the timing, because it's a multi-party negotiation, and I appreciate the, the manager confirming our discussions with the county thus far. The discussions with the county, including Commissioner Regalado, uh, has us looking at December 12th as a possible discussion for the board of, of county commissioners. So site control is critical in those discussions, but I think this record really affirms for the county that there is a definite interest on behalf of South Miami to, to look at a joint solution for, for the county's overall problem. So. One option, if you may uh, indulge us, is uh, calendar it for the 5th and defer it if progress is not confirmed with the county. And that way we don't lose momentum, uh, knowing that the holidays are always a challenge for, for all of us, uh, notwithstanding the blessings that they bring. Yeah. But uh, just for your consideration, and simply because we know the county is moving on multiple fronts as they are trying to solve this, this great problem and avoid even a moratorium and other um, more negative impacts in our community. So. Okay, thank you for that. Colleagues, thoughts, so we can bring this into a conclusion. Okay, well, I, I would move to approve item. I need to open a public hearing. Oh, we, it's a public hearing, yes. So let's open a public hearing on this item. If there's any member of the public uh, who's in the audience who'd like to speak on item 13, please come forward at this time. And if anyone on Zoom would like to speak, please raise your virtual hand. Seeing no one in the chamber and no one online, we will go ahead and close the public hearing. So with that, colleagues, what I would suggest, I'd, I'd like to move the approval of item 13 uh, and with the understanding that we'll calendar it for the 5th. Um, and if in fact the manager's unable to confirm that there's uh, some positive inclination on the part of the county to adopt the scheme, we will continue this item or it'll be deferred. Second. I second. Okay. A motion by, by myself and a, a second by Commissioner Corey. Thank you, Commissioner Kaye. Uh, any further comments or discussions? Nope. Seeing none, Madam Clerk, if you can call the roll, please. Yes. Commissioner Lehman. 
Yes, thank you. Um, Commissioner Kaye? Yes. Commissioner Corey? Yes. Vice Chairman Bonich? Yes. Mayor Fernandez? Yes. And I pass first reading five. Zero. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Okay, uh, let's see where we are with respect to order today. Yeah, let's just say, Mayor Fernandez, do you even know where we're going next? Now? I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep the ship afloat here. <laughs> Thank you. So we let's discuss item two. Adam Clark, if you can read that item into the record, please. Yes, item two, a resolution of the Mayor City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, approving the enhanced holiday parking program to temporarily provide free parking at the South Miami parking garage and one hour of free on-street parking to be added to any paid on-street parking event to benefit all visitors to the city's town center and hometown district commencing on November 23rd, 2023, and ending on January 2nd, 2024. Thank you for that. Um, colleagues, is there a motion on this item? Or do you want to discuss it first? Anyone like to start? I'm happy. Go ahead, Commissioner Lieben. You're recognized. Sorry, you first. No, 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 that's fine. Please go ahead. I'll try to be quick because the turkey's getting cold. But um, I really appreciate um, you know the intent behind this item. It's certainly well intended. The great staff who's who's trying to make that that garage. Um, you know, I'll, I'll trying to pay for these repairs to that garage and also trying to stimulate our commercial area, which has been struggling. But that said, um, not opposed to the item, just opposed to the, the timeliness. Uh, if I think about an inverse approach, I'd, I'd like, if we even think we, we should do this, I think we should offer a subsidy during our, our lowest demand period, not our, our highest demand period. And then uh, items three and four, which we voted for, um, were repairs to the garage. One the amount of approximately twenty five thousand, the other seven thousand. The garage certainly needs it. But again, if we were to do this, I would do this during the lowest demand uh, demand period. Then quickly, because I mentioned the parallel to the um, elevators in the garage. I think we've all been there. You know, the vice mayor parks there quite frequently. Mayor, you know, you park there. Let's try to eventually, when the garage comes, we get closer to, I guess, bringing the garage to the state we want it. Let's consider. Um, giving the uh, the interior of the elevators a facelift as well. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Any further comments? I, sir, Commissioner Kaye, you're recognized. Go ahead. Um, Mayor, look, I, I think that I, this this garage has been kind of a thorn uh, lately and probably since the beginning of, of its time, but uh, <laughs> we, we're, we've been tasking st staff to, you know, figure out how to produce revenue, do this, art, art, it's 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 a monumental task. This is a, a major asset for our city. Um, I think I think we need to step back a little bit and really kind of maybe build a committee, some type of some type of um, consultant uh, staff uh, assembly, uh, something that we have a better understanding of what to do here. I think that we have waste going on. You know, whether it's repairs, maintenance. Uh, we still have issues with generating the revenue that we want. We don't have the look and feel that we want. We don't know what the look and feel that we want. Um, I think I, my suggestion to the committee and to, and to us is let's take a step back. Let's let's build let's build a team here that can really help us financially, economically, uh, structurally, um, aesthetically, um, to really boost not only the mainstay of our you know one of our major 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 
assets for the you know hometown area but really to make this to make sure that it's fruitful for the, the rest of its life and you know generationally make sure it's profitable so um you know i asked the commission that you know let's let's reconsider this uh, i mean I'm, I'm okay with these um adjustments that we're talking today but we really need to take a step back and really understand what what to do moving forward. So, so, so I ask, I, Shikai, are you are you advocating that we adopt the resolution as it's presented, or do you think that we should just proceed with trying to engage a third party to help us build a revenue model or understand enhancements that'll just drive more utilization, if not profit? I'm okay with moving with it as it is right now. We're we're short on time, so yeah. that that's not a major concern for me. I think it's a long term play for me. Okay. That we really want to go fix this asset. So I'm okay with the resolution as it is. Uh, but I hope you guys understand. I really want to fix this problem. It's a big problem and we need to fix it. Understood. And I don't think we have the, the staff and and we can do it internally right now. I think we need some help. Madam Vice Mayor. If we go with if we go with this, what are we gonna do differently this time so that it actually makes an impact? Because last year we put a sign on top of the garage. Nobody saw it. It, it yeah, was not successful at all last year. So it, it kind of almost seems like a fool's errand to me. But I, I want to understand what we think is going to be different. Yeah, Madam Vice Mayor, my, that was exactly my sentiment. I mean, I, I proposed this last year after some conversation with, you know, Mr. Riverall about what we could do to help incentivize traffic during a high demand period by making parking less, uh, less expensive and less of a friction point and was disappointed with the utilization, frankly. You know, I, my, my frustration with the garage is that it's losing money and it's always empty. If it was full and losing money, at least we're offering a public good, right, from my perspective. So I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I think one of the few disagreements I've had with the manager in his entire tenure was over this item when we talked about it uh, earlier in the week. And my comment was exactly yours. I, I think we need a marketing plan around this to make it work. If not, it's probably not worth doing, in my opinion, um, because simply simply reducing the rates and telling no one about it and having it not used again is, I think, a repeat of what we did last year. Again, well intentioned, but did not move the needle at all in terms of in terms of supporting business downtown. So, Mr. Manager, I know you've since that conversation, you've I think you know spoken to others about what we might be able to do, and would love to get your thoughts on that point. Yeah, thank you, and and qualify the disagreement it was not about having a marketing plan it was about not doing it correct because I, I felt that doing nothing would would re, would reap nothing correct right and so and so I agree that uh, that the marketing plan was needed certainly spoke to uh, Commissioner Corey to try to, to tap his into expertise obviously we make some brief comments in the memo as to things that that would be done uh, leveraging social media and uh, flyers with the businesses and coordinating it with the businesses but uh, Commissioner Corey and I met and discussed a little bit. Um, we brainstormed a little bit about how to leverage potentially some some uh, sources to get the word out and some follow-up between him and I uh, to, to nail down a little bit. And I guess certainly allow uh, Commissioner Corey to expand on it, but um, it, it would be uh, heavy on, on social media, obviously, and in coordination with our with the businesses in the in in the in the town center. Uh, certainly, Commissioner Corey, if you want to expand on that, but him and I are going to circle back. Uh, to, to get something going. Yes, thank you. And you know, we had a, a great discussion on it. And I think um, one of the challenges at this point, I mentioned it in the last meeting, is that we don't really have the structure to operate a you know marketing advertising platform. We are in the process of hiring 
someone in marketing, uh, in the marketing department, creating a marketing department. We're in the process of, do, of hiring somebody for community outreach. We do actually have funds allocated to promotion that came from last year's budget. Um, it is possible to launch a promotional campaign for this garage on a relatively low budget, utilizing a vendor who would already have all of that um, operational and within, with an onboarding time of you know, seven to 14 days to get a campaign up and running, promoting largely or likely on digital platforms, potentially with print mailers as well. The budget would still need to be somewhere in the five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 range. Might have to come to commission for it. It is a, a relatively quick turnaround, but it is something that we can do. I know we are an action-oriented commission. I'm more than happy to help the city in some of the guidance on how to acquire those vendors and get those vendors up and running and be able to promote the... the I know businesses in particular would be very happy to see us doing something like this and to be active. And while we can wait until we have this entire platform together, which will take some time, we have a marketing department, we'll have community outreach, uh, we'll likely even have additional vendors for all these types of, of promotions, maybe even at some point create a business improvement district. All of that is going to take uh, quite a bit of time. Um, and I, I, I certainly, I'd, I'd be okay with an iteration of it being uh, an initial campaign to promote our, our town center. I do think that this time of years is a good time to do that. I do believe that we are uh, competing with some other areas. I do think that it would be appealing to people to have free parking, especially if they're making multiple trips on holiday shopping um, and spending their time in our town center. Um, but it is a, a, a brief window for launching a campaign like this, but it is doable. So I, I, but I would not advise doing this without also doing that. <laughs> so, Mr. Manager, you want to be recognized? Yeah, Mayor, I, I um, just want to certainly note, uh, I know our deputy manager is a liaison with our town center advisory board. They, they also weighed in on the issue of the, uh, um, given the hour uh, free after the first paid. So I, I want to make sure I recognize that they weighed in on and, and suggested, suggested that. Um, on the broader broader comment, uh, Commissioner Kai, I, I want to say that I'm certainly uh, supportive of us taking a look uh, at that facility, uh, not only as a parking garage, but but as an asset that could be monetized maybe in some non-traditional ways, and and mm -hmm. for us to uh, really be creative, uh, we probably have a window of time. You know, it, it's could be three years, maybe we've discussed it potentially. We're we're at some point that garage is going to take up. Uh, the inventory that's needed, you know, to, to support what's going to go on there. But in the interim, uh, we, we may need some. And so I think support externally, uh, somebody that can come help. I, yeah, I, I would just share, Mr. Manager, that Alex Aguilini at the MPA and yeah. and her and her consulting team are available to us at no cost. So she's expressed that to us repeatedly. I think we should take her up on it. I think you know certainly asking her what capital expenditures we should be prioritizing. This garage has you know, some very function, some serious functional deficits, right, by design, right? We've talked about them before. The parking access is on the wrong side of the building. You know, how we make that access point more prominent, something that naturally people will interact with as opposed to when they circulate the surrounding blocks and drive past the garage multiple times. You know, something we need to think about, you know, how we drive traffic. They probably can help us 
think through some of those structural limitations as well. Um, and I think it could certainly help in terms of prioritizing, you know, I think Commissioner Liebman's comments about the elevators, frankly, you know, um, sometimes it's the forward facing items that we should focus on first because that's what the customer experiences, um, you know, his ideas about, you know, art as a way to enhance the garage as well, I think are also things that would freshen the appearance and also, you know, make the garage a destination point beyond in its own right. And, you know, to quote a famous rapper, scared money don't make money. And so I think to, to, uh, to pick up on, on, uh, on Commissioner Corey's point, you know, spending that $15,000 marketing, not just the garage, I would say marketing the businesses right. with the opportunity to park at the garage uh, would certainly be a better approach than what we did last year. Mr. Mayor, if you could sing that, we would probably appreciate it more. <laughs> yeah. no. no peace. I think <laughs> if, if you can sing that, at the, we can at the holiday party, we can retention to the garage. Rooftop. Yeah. Uh, Vice Mayor, would you beatbox that for us? No, it would be horrific. So <laughs> I would have to pass. It, it would be as good as my driving. Commissioner Lieben, you recognize her. Quickly, Mayor, to your point, in one of the two meetings in January, uh, Alex Mihadis is already being scheduled for a presentation for the commission for a couple sculptures, potential garbage cans but primarily for the entrance to the garage, uh, change the color. And I, I said the city man, he sent the city manager and deputy city manager proof. But I just one question, what this all boils down to, uh, um, Madam Vice Mayor, if I vote against free parking the holidays, does that make me a Christmas Grinch? Yes, especially because the color you brought first for Alex Mejares was green. So yes, yes. I, I think really this would be free parking and a companion expenditure. Otherwise, frankly, I'm not. I, I, I'd be inclined to be a no. I don't. I don't know what the rest of the sentiment of the commissioner Perfect. is. Let's move on. Okay, commissioner. Thoughts. What do we want to do? When you say a companion expenditure, you mean what you were talking about about doing more things, doing the study, blah blah. No, blah. no not doing the study. I think the, I think the study we can do. I think it's really the advertising of the businesses and the opportunity to park during this time period and shop in South Miami. Well, if we have the money, why wouldn't we do that? Okay. So, uh, uh, Mr. Manager, what do you think we can reasonably af afford to invest in that kind of a digital marketing or other marketing campaign? Well, I, given given the, the conversation that Commissioner Corey and I had, uh, we know we could probably get something going for a minimum of 5000 but I think so for some flexibility, if you happen to amend the resolution to, to, to do an up to 10000 potentially that will give us some flexibility given that we're... Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Especially if you want to do print material as well, that would be, that would probably okay. double it. So I'll, I'll move to uh, adopt item two with the modification that we include the additional authority for the manager to spend up to $10,000 to market businesses in South Miami and the opportunity to park for free at the parking garage. Awesome. Is there a second? Oh, second. There's a yeah, Commissioner Calle. <laughs> uh, this is more of a, a question for Commissioner Corey. Um, I'm well known your, your your talents and understanding of marketing. Do you think it's a little bit too late to spend that money right now? Might be. I mean, we, we have we have Thanksgiving on Thursday. Uh, by the time we get this nailed off and hit the right spots and geofencing and doing all the digital marketing, do you think we're going to be able to really touch and by when? Well, I think within seven to 14 days, you could have a campaign up and running and already sending out mailers and digital. And digital would be a, a, a daily campaign that would run all the way through to, let's just say like uh, uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. 
Commissioner Liebman loves this idea, from what I can, I can tell. <laughs> Commissioner Liebman, you want to weigh in here as well? Guys, the turkey's getting cold. Let's just save this for next year. Okay. It's. I so mean, let's. I, I would draw my let's, let's do is, it is there, at, a, at an area. I mean, look, when they start start construction somewhere, business is going to really drop. Okay. Let's save it for lower demand periods or whatever you want. I'll I'll support you. <laughs> yeah. But Commissioner, <laughs> they don't have a marketing team in place. You're going to have to do all this. Everything okay. you're talking about, there's no one on staff to execute in that. So. Just just want to remind, as Commissioner Corey mentioned earlier, we have money budgeted. Right, but the actual approval to spend it would be what you were doing now. Our existing budget has marketing dollars that, that were previously allocated through, during the budget process. So you're just giving us approval to spend some of that money. And, and will it still be there in uh, making this up for Easter? The what, I'm sorry? The money will still be there. It's not, it's not going anywhere. If we decide not to do it right now and then come up with an amazing plan after the, we could still if we do spend that. zero, the, the 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 money allocated will be there in in Easter. <laughs> yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. What's our pleasure? I withdraw my I motion. Move the motion here. Uh, yeah, you move it. Yeah, move it with the agenda with marketing dollars. Is there a Let's second? Let's just try it. And and you want to do it now, this time period versus waiting? Yeah, Vice Mayor, because I think that it's not that easy just to say, oh, you know. Um, you know, start spending money marketing and geofencing and locating the our, our potential customer base. It takes a little while, but there's a lot of there's a lot of good data that we get that we can follow up on that and continue to grow that. So this will be an initial marketing push that we can use if we ever do a better improvement, you know, a bid or anything that we want to continue to improve to market the particular um, hometown district and our businesses. This is a good start. We have a motion to adopt the item with a modification that we authorize the manager to spend ten thousand oh, dollars in marketing. And he seconded. I, I don't have a second yet. No, I'll second. We have a second right. by Commissioner Corey. Let's vote. Any further conversation on this item? Okay, Madam Clerk, call the roll. Yes, Commissioner. Uh, oh, sorry, Commissioner Liebman. I'm sorry. Say that it's on the record. I voted for the bigger cross above the church, so I can vote against holiday parking and not be the Christmas Grinch. Oh my goodness gracious. I will, I will just add that I do think this is a unique opportunity to, we will see increased utilization. That increased utilization will build over time as we, well. We, we hope that we see increased utilization. I definitely, yeah. I, I definitely share that same aspiration. So, so, so we're saying even if we take, like, essentially we're saying this could be a lost leader, but I, we're going to do better I later. Think, I, think, I think what I'd like to just emphasize to staff is, you know, this is an idea that we, we floated last year. It didn't work well. These ideas need to come forward sooner. And I think we need more ideas on how we're going to drive utilization for the garage. Okay. I think that's one of the well, things. Right. There's two, two issues. Mayor. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, I just don't think the staff has the capabilities for what we really want with this asset. I, I, back to Steve, uh, Steve, I don't disagree with you, but I, I don't think it's also, you know, this commission has repeatedly expressed, I certainly I have, that I want to see more, more revenue opportunities you know, brought that. about this garage, and this is the only utilization idea that we've brought forward in a year, right? So, yeah, but yes, sir. But let's not discount, of course, free or subsidized is going to drive utilization. I mean, we're saying it's going to drive utilization. We're not, so uh, well. Commissioner Liebman, com Commissioner Liebman, it, it, it didn't last year, so free didn't drive utilization last year in any real significant factor. So, I think 
Hopefully we marry it with a little bit of money and we'll see if it works. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that the result is gonna be positive. But that said, I think we need many more ideas about how we drive utilization. I hope we reach out to the MPA and get some feedback on how we can improve the garage operationally, aesthetically, uh, and possibly think about how we can, you know, create more revenue generating opportunities, uh, you know, from this asset. So let's go. Madam Clerk, if you can call the roll, please. Yes, Commissioner Kaye. Yes. Commissioner Lehman. Sorry, no. Oh. Commissioner right. Corey. Yes. Vice Mayor Bonis. Yes, that yes is for you, Josh Lehman. I'll say yes Thank two you. times, once for me and once for you. <laughs> Mayor Fernandez. Yes. I'm gonna pass this for one. Thank you. So we've got items uh, 7, 14, 15, 5, and 6. Um, if we can take item 7, hopefully that's a quick one. Item 7. <laughs> In ordinance of the City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, amending ordinance number 24-22-2445, adopting the fiscal year 2022-2023 budget by amending the fiscal year 2022-2023 capital and operating budget and allocating in it an increase of $165,196.47 to non-departmental account 001-2100-519-2250 for the Southland Police Officers Retirement Trust Fund Premium Distribution. Uh, this is a public hearing item. If there's anyone who'd like to come forward and speak speak to item seven, please do so at this time. Is Madam Clerk, is anyone online? Please raise your virtual hand. Seeing no one in the chambers or online, uh, we'll close the public hearing. Um, is there a motion on item seven? I move the motion. Is there a second? Second. A motion by Commissioner Kaye and a second by the Vice Mayor. Any questions or discussion on the item? Seeing none, Madam Clerk, please call the roll. Yes, Commissioner Kaye? Yes. Commissioner Lehman? Yes. Commissioner Corey? Yes. Vice Mayor Bernice? Yes. Mayor Fernandez? Yes. Item passes 5-0. Thank you. You can read item five, uh, Sorry, 14 and 15, please. 14. Item 14. In ordinance of the Mayor and City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, creating a new Article 6 of Chapter 17 of the City's Code of Ordinances to regulate the control of discharge of pollutants into stormwater collection facilities pursuant to the National Pollutant Discharge Elimination System, NPDES, permit process. Can you read item 15, please? Okay. Item 15, in ordinance of the Mayor and City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, amending Article 4, Water Shortage Plan of Chapter 16B, Sewers and Water of the City Code of Ordinances to incorporate applicable Miami-Dade permanent year-round landscape irrigation restrictions and provide for enforcement by the city. Thank you. Uh, any questions on item 14 or 15 for the I commission? Have, I have Madam Vice Mayor, you're recognized. Okay. Yes, I, I have tons of questions. Okay, and these are all for the city attorney, not for you guys. Okay. Um, I, I'm looking at the ordinance lines 29 to 33. Uh, and Which one, 14 or 15? 14. 14, got it. 14. Mm -hmm. Wait, now I lost it. Wait, because my computer lost it. Let me try and open it again. Oh, so. I'm trying to make it so I can see both at the same time. Hold on. Hi, Sanapapustio. It's never entertaining, right? So it 
like when I'm reading it, I'm like, this is virtually impossible to do, to control. It's like saying you can't have a mountain of dirt because it'll blow this way or blow that way. I'm like, what about when you're building a pool, when you're doing landscaping, when you're upgrading something at your house? You can't just have like a pile of stuff. Am I reading that wrong? No, it's, it's not prohibiting the pile of stuff. It's, it's, what it's prohibiting is uh, the discharge of stuff into the stormwater. Yeah, but how do you control that? I, I, I live I, on a corner. Yeah, please. Mr. 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 City Attorney, if I can just ask, I mean, these are national standards that we have to yes. adhere to? Yes. So are we really talking about us just taking an enforcement posture with respect to the yes, enforcement that's of these essentially issues? essentially what it is. So we are the, adopting and how are we going to do so that? Madam, so, Madam Vice Mayor, I think the, really the effect of this ordinance is do we regulate it in enforcement or does somebody else step in and provide the regulation and enforcement right. of those standards? So. I mean, I think my preference is always to be able to enforce it because we can exercise some modicum of discretion that particularly for you know, a single family residential project that has to adhere to these you know, non-discharge standards, we can you know, coach people through the process, whereas they may not get that same personal touch if it's done by county uh, or, or some other regulatory authority. Because I, I will say, like I, I, when I read these things, I think to myself, what would I want if, if it was for me, right? When I was building my pool, they came and dropped a huge thing of sand mm -hmm. in the corner of my yard. Not six feet from that is the El Alcantarillado. How do you say that? Yeah, the storm drain. Thank storm drain. you. So not six feet from that was that drain. <laughs> so if I'm reading that correctly, somebody can come and say, hey, you're ruining everything, and here's a ticket. Well, essentially, your, your contractor's required to take measures so that the material does not end up in the stormwater discharge system. Correct. They've got to either block it. Yeah, there's right? sediment control. Sediment control mechanisms that have yeah. to exercise. Okay. Well, this, those, those standards are going to apply whether yeah. we're the regulatory entity or someone else's. This just allows us the authority to do that. Mr. Oh. Mr. Manager, do you want to yeah. recognize? Th this just really stems back from an audit that the Florida Department of Environmental Protection uh, conducted, uh, who, who is the agency that uh, enforces the Federal Clean Act. So, so the city of South Miami was audited. There were some aspects of our uh, regulations and procedures that were not uh, in compliance with Florida, the Florida statute and, and administrative code. So this really, uh, has been worked with and our attorneys with FDEP to bring our procedures uh, in, in line with the requirements of Florida statute and Florida administrative code. So mm -hmm. this is really what that is. We have to come into compliance based on their audit. Uh, they outlined areas of deficiencies in the city's regulations and operation. And so this legislation reflects that agreement with the Department of Environmental Protection. Okay, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask this and I know it's the, I'm gonna say the quiet part out loud and I don't even care. I don't care if these people know where I live. I live at 5809. Um, so like- 5809 what? Southwest 64 okay. place. So- <laughs> Let's get it all out there. Literally, I'm sorry, but when you have the county, the chances that the county's gonna show up at my house are like one in six gazillion, right? Let's be real. The county's generally not showing up at my house. No, I, I, your, your comments were relative to item 14, correct? Yeah. That's the NDPDS, the National Those Pollutant. Those people are never going to show up in no, my no, house. No, no, it's different than item 15, which is the yeah, county uh, or us enforcing the irrigation. So, so I want to make the distinction between okay, the two. Okay, and on 14, we're saying For, we do it 14, we have to comply oh, with state statute and Florida administrative code. I mean, I mean, so then now we're going to be like the police of this for our city? No, we don't have a choice. We're, we're a permittee. We're, we're, yeah, we, we are we, permitted to we've been, be yeah, able we've to been delegated authority, right. so we have to comply. 
Yeah. And vice vice mayor, I think the county just dispatched code enforcement to your house. To my house, exactly. There's no pile there. I was there recently. Oh my God. Yeah, no, there's no pile there today, I promise. Yeah, so I, I just then, okay, then I'll talk to number 15, because okay. number 14, we've already, for lack of a nice word, we have a, the knife in our mouth when we head out to work. So for number 15, I'm like, why would we want to enforce it? Like, let the county do it. They're never going to show up. We're going to, the county's going to show up in my neighborhood to enforce sprinklers, like for real. That'll never happen. Okay, so let's let's do this. Let's take item, we've, item 14, we've discussed it. Can I get a motion on item 14? I move the item. Is there a second? I second. Thank you, Commissioner Kaya. So a motion by Commissioner Corey and a second by Commissioner Kaya. We don't get a choice. Why are we voting? Because we have to. Uh, Madam Clerk, if you can call the roll. Vice Mayor Bonis? No. Commissioner Beamer? I, I have to vote no. The Vice Mayor changed my position on the dais. Your <laughs> <laughs> vote is no. Commissioner your vote is no. Yes, sorry, my vote is no. The vice mayor changed my position on the day. No. Let's go. Commissioner Corey. One second. <laughs> that, that was one of the best pitch Yeah, yes. We we the state audited it the city back in July of uh, twenty one. Okay. And um and identified a number of deficiencies that the, that the city had okay. uh, based on the wow. Clean Water Act, which is a, the federal act of which is stated FDEP is responsible for enforcing, of which the city is responsible for enforcing as well and has to have the right regulations and, right. and, and procedures in place. That's so the city was deficient. This brings, brings us into compliance. Right. And if we say no, what happens? Oh, hold on a second. Hold on uh, a second. I, it, if it you want to speak, Sorry. please be, I'll, I'm happy to recognize you. Can you but, please but, recognize me? Yes, I have a question first, however. Okay. Okay. I think it may change the tenor of the conversation. So this is all fun and games. I, I, I appreciate the sentiment. But Mr. Manager, if we do not come into compliance, do we face any sort of monetary fines or penalties? Do we have any authority that is then revoked, permitting authority that's revoked from the city? If you can elaborate on the repercussions of not coming into compliance. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll read from one of their letters uh, and uh, it says violations of Florida statutes or administrative rules may result in liability for damages and restoration and judicial imposition of civil penalties pursuant to Chapter 403 Florida Statute and Chapter 62-624 Florida Administrative Code. So without reading the rest of it, yeah, I take that pretty serious. Okay, so, so it's essentially what you were summarizing is that they're going to take an enforcement action under the Administrative Code for which we're probably responsible and not only for our legal fees and costs, but theirs potentially? Okay, and on, on top of that, any, any other civil penalties and or penalties associated with the restoration of any watersheds that are damaged by the fact that we are not complying with the Clean Water Act. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so with that all said, we have a motion to approve with a second. Do we want to reconsider our two no votes? No. Yes. Okay, okay thank you, Commissioner Lehman. Commissioner Kaye, Madam Clerk, if you can finish calling the roll, please. So, Commissioner Lehman, your vote is yes now. Uh, yes, thank you. Commissioner Kaye. Sorry, sorry for the detour. It's all right. <laughs> Commissioner Kaye. Yes. Commissioner Corey. Yes. Mayor Fernandez. Hell yes. <laughs> Whoa. Thank you. Okay, let's go. Uh, item 15 is we have questions by Commissioner. The, the, sorry, the Madam Vice Mayor, you had questions on 15. You're recognized to ask them. Well, no, I already said them though. Like, 
it, why would we want to take this on if the county could do it realistically? They, they've been doing it. Why would we want so to add something let's, to let's ourselves? Mr. Manager, if I can ask you to explain the origin of this item, I think it's also helpful for the public to understand why we have this ordinance in front of us and why we are deciding to take against regulatory control over the enforcement of this, of this particular, these irrigation standards. Yes, sir. Um, South Florida Water Management District notified the city that the county uh, had made changes to their irrigation ordinance and restrictions. And why are they make those changes, if I to, to expand the restrictions for purposes of water conservation. Okay. And so uh, South Florida Water Management District was uh, providing us the ability to uh, come into compliance with that through several options. Uh, we could adopt the county ordinance, uh, what the vice mayor had mentioned is that we had options on the enforcement side. We could let the county enforce it, or one of the options was uh, we adopt county ordinance and then we enforce it with our own county enforcement. What we brought before Wait, if you- I can, If I could just ask again, because mm -hmm. I, want, I want the record to be clear as to the reason why these standards exist. So we have the entity, the entity charged with helping us to manage our water supply and stormwater, asking us to impose water conservation me me measures because they're concerned about a prospective shortage in potable water, is that correct? Yes. Thank you, okay. So, Mr. Manager, please continue. So, what's before you, uh, we, we uh, brought the recommendation of uh, having the enforcement done in-house instead of the county. Uh, obviously, there is an option. Um, Vice Mayor, I think, was uh, alluding to the fact of maybe allowing the county to, to, to enforce it. Uh, we brought it with uh, our enforcement ourselves from the standpoint that we just thought that we'd be more accessible to residents and be able to work you know, things out with residents uh, uh, in a manner that uh, I think our residents would appreciate. So, but there is an option to allow the county to enforce it. Uh, okay, so we, we do have the option of providing courtesy notices. If someone's found violating these standards, you won't have to provide them a first notice of violation for having their sprinklers run in an hour that's otherwise prohibited or on a day that's otherwise prohibited? I, I don't wanna, say courtesy, because I, I would have to verify that there is that uh, element, but, but I think that overall, our ability to work with our residents would probably be uh, better appreciated than, than maybe the okay, you know, county just, enforcement. So that's why- Does council know if we have that discretion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can add one courtesy notice. I, I think it's also worth noting that our, uh, our penalties start at $25 a violation. The county's penalties are according to their regular code enforcement. Which is which uh, provisions. what? I'm, I'm looking at it now. Uh, I think it's a hundred dollars is where it starts. Okay, so four times the amount that we would yeah, otherwise assess them for for a violation. Okay. So we did have that discretion. We did bring the item okay. with with the model of adopting county ordinance and enforcing through city of South Miami. So, so us enforcing allows us potentially to be again proactive in providing a, a courtesy notice and also if there is a violation, levying a fine that's lower than otherwise would be defined under the county code. Is that correct? And we get clarification on the amount? Yeah, once you have clarification, once you get clarification, yes, that's correct. Yeah, so we would have to add the courtesy notice provision to this. Okay, I, 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 I would like to, to have that discretion, okay? Because I think to the vice mayor's point, I mean, I'd like to see us conserve water, but also want to make sure that we give people a chance. These are not things that, you know, even as informed as all of us are, I have days, I have trouble remembering what day I have to take my trash out. So, you know, what day I turn my sprinkler on or set my sprinkler, I'm sure I could make the same error. So I'd like to have the ability to give people a, a do-over and not uh, hit them with a, with a fine or have the county assess them with a substantial fine. Yeah, and just for the clarity of the record, it's $75, I would say. $75, okay. At, at the county 
Ours would be 25 okay. for the first. Thank you. Commissioner Liebman, any questions? No, great, valid points. Let's move it. <clears throat> Madam Vice Mayor, further questions? How, no, just how would we be moving it? What are we, what is, what is it that we're going to vote on? We are voting on adopting the or, uh, an ordinance that would allow us to have a regulatory jurisdiction over enforcing these water conservation standards and adopting uh, with, I think, a modification, if we move it with a modification, to allow for a courtesy notice and with a fee schedule that's a third of the amount that the county would otherwise assess for a violation. That's, I, I believe, the sum and substance of the proposal that's in front of us. Is that, we're all in agreement? And I, I just wanna say, I think, I don't think we have a water scarcity problem. I, I would disagree with you there. I think we have a water maintenance problem. And so, like we've agreed before, we're not bringing national things to our little city. I, I think that bears mentioning. And along that vein, I just think that us adopting things that we don't need to with our limited budget when the county has a huge budget, and if it's such a like massive thing, why hasn't the county done to, to your, and, and I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm saying you are very likely right when you're saying an education campaign and all of that stuff. But if it's such a humongous issue and the county's so worried about it that they want to get cities and municipalities to be the water police with their endless budget, why haven't they done anything? Think about it. When was the last time you got something in the mail that said conserve water or what your sprinkler days are or anything? I think it comes to each one of our bills to be, to be clear on that point. And I think, the endless budget is, from a size perspective, is certainly leagues larger than ours. But the county, to your point, has huge issues with providing the capital infrastructure to convey water, conserve water. I, I think we should all do our part, you know, to be responsible in this space. And I prefer always to have the enforcement rest with us as opposed to the third party because we can exercise a reserve discretion and, and extend our, our citizens a courtesy that the county may not be inclined to because they're not as responsive to our constituents as, as we all certainly are. That's my reason for wanting to vote up on this item. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I just want us all to look back at the very short time ago problem that we had with trash in front of your house versus the side of your house and the mayhem and chaos that that caused when our code enforcement and our police were giving people something as simple as a warning and what went along with that and what that has, the man hours that that has necessitated after the fact. So if we're saying that as a tiny municipality, we're gonna take on policing people's sprinklers, then I think we need to be ready for not only the backlash that we got for the side or front garbage, but a lot more than that because people are gonna be livid. I don't, I don't, you know, look, that may be the case. I, the backlash that I got was a grand total of 10 emails about side yards, you know, and the manager and staff did an able job of responding to those. Mr. Reese went out and met with a bunch of owners. Uh, and for my, from my bottom dollar, if it results in a cleaner city that conserves more water, I'm all for both those items. So with that, is there a motion on item 15? 
I move the item. We had a motion made. We did. No. I'm sorry. Did I miss the no, motion? No. We did not. So a motion by Commissioner Corey. Is there a second? Second. Uh, second by Commissioner Kaya. Any further comments before we close? Seeing none, Madam no. Clerk, if you can call your roll. Yes, Commissioner Kaye. Yes. Commissioner Lehman. Yes. Commissioner Corey. Yes. Vice Mayor Bonise. No. Mayor Fernandez. Yes. Item passes four one on first. Great. Uh, I the last two items I believe we have, Madam Clerk, other than our reports. We have five, six, seven. Five, six. No, we took seven already. Okay. Yeah, five, so we can read five and six, please. Yes, item five, proposed city of Southern Charter amendments to address maximum lease term allowed in charter under section four franchise of article six general provisions of the city charter. Item number six, a resolution of mayor and city commission of the city of Southern Florida calling a special election to be held on March 19, 2024 for the purposes of submitting the electric, a proposed amendment to the subsection H of section five powers and duties of Article Three, City Manager of the City Charter as presented in a ballot question to allow the commission to set purchasing limitations by ordinance for city purchases of goods and services, providing for a requisite ballot language and charter amendment text for submission to the electric, providing for the clerk to utilize the services of Miami-Dade County Supervisors of Elections for the special election. These are public hearing items, so why don't we go ahead and open up the public hearings on item five and six. So anyone in the chambers who would like to speak to items five and six, which are charter amendments to allow for an expansion of our ability to uh, have leases of longer than 50 years. And on item six, the ability for the manager to procure items in excess of $5,000. Please come forward at this time. And if anybody on Zoom would like to speak, please raise your virtual hand. I don't see anyone. Seeing no one in the chamber, no one online, we'll close the public hearing. Colleagues, just to save some time, on item six, I, I'd like to move the item, but I'd like to move that we place it on the November general election ballot as opposed to the March ballot. I just, uh, you know, uh, to me, I only have one priority that I want to see. I, I want to see on the president. Sorry? Commissioner Liebman? Sorry. Go Second. Ahead. Okay, so I would move that we adopt item six with a modification that it be scheduled for the November ballot. Thank you. To the mayor? Yes, sir. I would just ask the city manager if there's anything like he's against with that. If there's something coming up that's important, I just want to verify that. I think we'd all like to have less items on our agenda, but I think we're going to, I I mean, I, my only suggestion is let's suffer through the pain till November of 2024. And then hopefully the good citizens of South Miami decide to change at that point in time. I just, I'm a no vote on November, but no. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to spend, spend, spend all on his own. So. Okay, Mary. Thank you. Just, thank let's you. go ahead and vote. Okay. And, and that'll accompany the mayor's four-year term item. Oh, gosh. Okay. That would be good. We'll talk about that at some other point in time. Hopefully never. Um, so we have a motion by myself with a modification that the item be held, uh, the, the, the election be held on as a general election item on the November 2024 ballot. I believe a second by Commissioner Corey. Madam Clerk, if you can call the roll, please. Yes. Commissioner Kaye? Yes. Commissioner Corey? Yes. Commissioner Lehman? Yes. Vice Mayor Yes. Mayor Fernandez? Yes, as modified. Thank you. On item five, who'd like to start the conversation? Yes, ma'am, go ahead. I'm, I'm fine with whichever one of them because they all, they're easy to read. I, tw one and three make more sense to me, but I'm fine with whatever you guys want. I, I'm a big fan of 1A uh, with some modifications I discussed with the city attorney if you'd like to read them, but just to put them a little bit more uh, positive in their in their language instead of saying removing the 50-year term limit authorizing 
uh, a term in excess of 50 years for leases of city property involving the city hall redevelopment. So it's a bit more affirmative than necessarily, you know, seemingly removing an encumbrance. Okay. Do you want to walk through that po that possible change, sir? Sure. For the benefit of our colleagues. Sure. sure. So right now, that this this option with the one that just is limited to city hall property, it's uh, again to exceed for leases to be able to exceed the 50-year term limitation. So. Um, what it would read is the city charter currently provides that leases of city property are franchises subject to a 50-year term limitation. That's as it's written. And then it would say, shall the charter be amended to authorize leases of city property uh, to exceed 50 years when such lease involves the redevelopment of City Hall? Okay, so that would be item 1A as modified. And then, you know, my other okay. last two cents was possibly 3A as maybe my preferred option too. So. Can you read that again? Sure. Uh, the first sentence, the city charter currently provides that leases of city property are franchises subject to a 50-year term limitation. Gotcha. And then it would say, shall the charter be amended to authorize okay. leases gotcha. of city property to exceed 50 years when such lease involves the re redevelopment of City Hall? Is there a way to like shorten, shorten that? <laughs> uh, I say this because it, when you get to the end, when the lease involves city okay. hall like to, take we words could, out we could say to authorize leases of city property uh that involve the redevelopment of city hall to exceed 50 years i just my concern with that one is that it gets a little muddled in the middle i agree okay i'm not uh, mayor you had you you read a different version i did Maybe i don't know like, i don't know a little bit better. i don't i don't know uh if i have it let me see if i okay, have it in my hang on here. uh you, you had mentioned it too this made more sense to me Sorry. Well, I was I was just reading the my modified title, which would read authorizing uh, a term of greater of fifty years for leases of city property involving the redevelopment of City Hall. Right, so that was the title. Right, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's fifteen words or not because I can't remember whether of and the are considered fifty years. Uh, sorry, it, fifty years too. No, no, but it's two words. Is is are are of and the considered words or they they are? Yes. Okay, so. Mine might exceed the 15 we words. We may have to shrink it further. Yeah. So. No, okay, so let's agree on one. So, but in terms of options, which options, um, colleagues, did you prefer? Is there a preference for any of them? 1A was my preference. Anyone else? I know Commissioner Vice Mayor Bonich said 1A as well. Yes. A version of 1A. Commissioner Corey, any thoughts? 1A is fine with me. Okay. Commissioner Kaya and Liebman, thoughts? Uh, one A is fine for me. Okay, and Commissioner Lieben seems to be voting in the affirmative yeah. on that as well. So, no, no. Actually, the first thing I was going to say is, based on historical precedent, it should say that these leases, whether they're a year or a hundred years, should not be free leases. The other thing I was going to say is, again, we're all government nerds. You have to put yourself in the position of the voters, and the only person this dais would be voting on this item would be the vice mayor. <laughs> Because no, none of us really have the opportunity to vote. Now, sure, but look at the percentages on what percent of people turn out. I'm going to register a Republican. I'm not sure what you're talking about, Commissioner Lee. Uh -huh. Just for this election. I'm glad, that's not, I'm glad that's on the record. Yeah. Uh -huh. I can always switch back. He's voting whatever I'm voting. Yes. So that's it. And then whatever the commission wants, I'll support. I think, so do we like 1A? I like 1A. I, I like 1A. Um, Mr. C. Attorney, you want to read your modification one more time for the benefit of the... Sure, sure. And I have a, maybe, maybe a slight 
change to it, but uh, the city charter currently provides that leases of city property are franchises subject to a 50-year term limitation. Another question, shall the charter be amended to allow or to authorize leases of city property to exceed 50 years when the lease involves the redevelopment of City Hall? Or for the redevelopment of City or Hall? Or for or in connection with the redevelopment. Connection's a little wordy. It yeah, is wordy. For the redevelopment of City Hall. I get paid by the word, Mayor. Or um, to allow the to, <laughs> to allow the, the redevelopment of City Hall. To uh, to allow the redevelopment of City Hall to enable to. No, I liked allow. You like allow. I like, I like the way you yeah. said it because yeah, it's because simple. It gives permission. I agree. Yeah, my my one <laughs> my one concern and it's nitpicky, but it's my one concern. All right, um, the reason we went with that language of involving the redevelopment of City Hall is because there's there's there may be additional lands that get roped into this into the overall that aren't technically city hall at the moment, such as the library. And I'm- So do you wanna see city hall and adjacent properties? Well, yes, but um, my, okay. Or, the concern or, with that one is, is adjacent to, mis to uh, uh, okay. difficult. Well, it, do we wanna take out the city hall part and just leave it general? So no, I think city hall is important. In, or including involving city hall? Involving the involved? redevelopment of city hall? How about that, that include the redevelopment of City Hall? That include that include the redevelopment of City Hall. So that does not foreclose the prospect of other property, but an essential element has to be the redevelopment of City Hall. Does that make sense? I like that. that yeah, I like that. Sense. All right, let's try this again. One more time for the. All right, the city charter currently provides that leases of city property are franchises subject to a fifty-year term limitation. Shall the charter be amended to authorize leases of city property? to exceed 50 years, I would or say, leases I would of say, city property that include the re redevelopment of City Hall to exceed 50 years. Okay, one more time. Uh, shall the charter be amended to authorize leases of city property that include the redevelopment of City Hall to exceed 50 years? Okay, colleagues, comments on that? I like it. Okay, I, I, I think I'm fine with that as well. So. Uh, can we get a motion on the language as modified by the city attorney? Move the motion. Second. We have a motion by Commissioner Kai, a second by Commissioner Corey. Any f any follow-up questions or comments? Do I have to read the title, um, city attorney? Yeah, can we get, can, let's read it one last time, title and the language, just for the record. Sure. Yeah, yes, please. Okay. This is the first. Yeah, just the first one. The first one. A resolution of the mayor and city commission of the city of South Miami, Florida, calling a special election to be held on March 19, 2024, for the purpose of submitting to the electorate a proposed amendment to Section 4 franchise of Article 6, general provisions of the city charter, as presented in a valid question to remove the 50-year franchise term limitation for leases of city property involving city hall redevelopment providing for a requisite ballot language and charter amendment text for submission to the yeah, electorate, providing for, um, for charter amendment text for submission to the electorate, providing for the city clerk to utilize the services of Miami-Dade County supervisor of elections for the special election. Okay, so we have a motion by Commissioner Corey and a second by Commissioner Kaya on that resolution. Mr. Shirty, Mr. Shirty Attorney, one more time, just so it's clear, if you could read the revised language and then we can vote on it. The city charter currently provides that leases of city property are franchises subject to a 50-year term limitation. Shall the charter be amended to authorize leases of city property that include the redevelopment of city hall to exceed 50 years? Okay, and the title, sir. 
the title would be? Uh, Stumping them. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Okay, so we'll authorizing. Uh, we have right now we have it as removing, right? So authorizing uh, term leases of city property involving mm. city hall. Okay, I, I have the following title. Please. I think it's one word too long, so you'll have to figure out how to finesse it. So please authorizing a term of greater than fifty years for <coughs> leases of city city property that include the redevelopment of city hall. That's probably too many words. We could say authorizing leases of greater than 50 years for city property that include the redevelopment of City Hall or City Hall redevelopment. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Fifteen words. Call me crazy, but didn't that just sound like you're saying all properties including City Hall? No, that includes City Hall. Okay. Yes, sir. So just So we're fine on the ballot language. We just need a we need a title. Is it necessary to say our franchises? No, I'm not including that in the title, sir. Do we, I don't think it's, I, I personally don't think it's necessary. I mean, if it is, it's going to get much more complicated and we're probably going to get... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would be confusing and if it's not necessary... I, 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 think, I, think, fran I think the word, use of the word franchise here gets very confusing. Yeah. Yeah, if we need to, we can say... Uh, Authorize, right now it says le authorizing leases greater than 50 years. If we need to save a word, we can say uh, authorizing leases exceeding 50 years. Okay. Save a couple words that way. Okay, I think that's better. To. Yeah, I think so. So authorizing leases exceeding 50 years for city property that include city hall redevelopment, for city hall redevelopment? Involving city hall okay. redevelopment. I think that will get us there. Okay. Once you have it, please read it. So the title would be Authorizing Leases Exceeding 50 Years for City Property Involving City Hall Redevelopment. Colleagues, any objections to that language? No. Seeing none, okay. Is the word count good? 12 words, yeah. 12 we're words, good. okay. We're Madam Clerk, if you can call the roll. Yes, Commissioner Cayenne. Yes. Commissioner Lehman. Yes. <laughs> Commissioner Corey? Yes. Vice Mayor Bonice? Yes. Mayor Fernandez? Yes. And I'll pass this 5 0 as Thank you. Colleagues, we have two discussion items. Do we want to take them up now? Do we want, uh, we also need to set uh, settle dates for our future city commission meetings in December and January? Uh, you want to talk about these? Which, which items are those? The ballot. Those are, those are the two item discussion items that I am. No, those are so these are discussion. So we have two discussion items. One about uh, a series of ballot questions for the vice mayor appointment, runoff elections, and filling vacancies. Colleagues, do we want to have that conversation today to place it on the March presidential ballot? Well, it can't go into March because I didn't advertise public hearing for it. Okay, so it cannot go in March. So I would ask that we defer that discussion yes. till uh, a meeting in January. Please. Okay. Yes. Without objection. And then for our meeting schedule for December and January, I, I would like to suggest that we cancel the January 2nd meeting. I will not be attending. I will not be here. Um, any objection to canceling that meeting? No. Commissioner Liebman? Yeah, sorry. We're, remember, 
when you don't meet for two, uh, Mr. Mayor, you train for marathons, you don't miss one week, you miss two weeks. When you cancel one commissioner meeting, you don't miss one week, you miss four to five weeks. Okay. And we're already taking off the December meetings. They're talking about four to five to seven. So I don't think we can take off two meetings in a row. We have too much going. It's less than a year left on well, do a we lot want, of our terms. Do we want to meet? Do we want to meet the nineteenth? Sorry, so let's reschedule the January and cancel the Christmas one. What? Let's reschedule the New Year's and cancel the Christmas. Well, I, I just want to be clear. Our our meeting, our, our typical meeting calendar for December is the fifth and the nineteenth. Is that the correct? 19th, yes. I have no objection to meeting on the nineteenth personally of December. Me neither. So Commissioner Liebman, if you want to meet on the fifth and the nineteenth, my only suggestion would be that we cancel the January second meeting. And we meet uh, at the next regularly scheduled meeting, which would be the 16th. Is that correct, Madam Clark? Yes. Okay. All right. So we're just canceling January 2. January 2 would I'm be my only suggestion. Any 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 thoughts, comments, objections? So adding adding 21st, canceling 2. No, we so no we we are currently scheduled to meet on the 5th and the 19th. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Those are our regular scheduled dates. For December meetings, we will, keep, we will keep both dates. I would suggest we cancel the January 2nd meeting date. Uh, Commissioner Liebman, you're recognized. Sorry, th thank you. So, yeah, my whole point is I just, I'm fine canceling one, but not both. And then just so I'm not crazy, Mayor, it was you who championed, and we were all in agreement to not have the second meeting in December in our last meeting. I'm, so I'm, that, I'm, I I'm, I'm, you know, Commissioner Lieberman, I respect the fact that you've got limited time left on the clock. I may as well. So I'd like to get as much done as possible. I have no problem meeting the 19th. I'm going to be in town. I'm happy to take advantage of the time and keep pushing the agenda forward. Okay, so with that, uh, can I get a motion to cancel the January 2nd commission meeting? Oh, I'll motion that okay. we don't meet. Second. So a motion so, by the second. Vice Mayor, a second by Commissioner Corey. Any further discussion? Madam Clerk, can we just note this is adopted without opposition as opposed to reading the roll? I was going to bring a resolution back at the next meeting. Okay, thank you. Okay, she'll, br she'll bring us back a resolution at the next meeting consistent, with that, consistent with that direction. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got commission reports, discussion and remarks. Would anyone like to make any comments for the record before we close? I just want Madam to Vice Mayor, go ahead. I've had this discussion and so I want us all to be on the same page so that if and when it happens, my behavior doesn't come out of left field. I do not want to get agendas the day before our meeting. I want time to read them. I understand that we are running so fast, we look like cartoon characters where our legs are going, 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 and the rest of us isn't, but in fairness to all of us, we need to have time to absorb, think about, come to conclusions, and then discuss. And 24 hours does not give us that. So moving forward, if I don't have it, then I will be vociferous about why I am uninformed. That is all from me. I think it's a very fair comment. I think our process, to put it politely, is a little broken. Um, and it's and it, it, it and I don't I don't think it's any one person's fault. I think we're all overly. Ambitious. I think it's also just a. It, I had I don't know that it has anything to do with our respective ambitions as much as this is the way we've always done business. And I, I appreciate the flexibility, but it also makes it hard for us to re review the information and have a follow up conversation with the manager so that we're not asking unfair questions of staff and the city attorney as well. 
after having the chance to review the item. So maybe we should, maybe we can give some direction to the manager and the clerk to come back to us and propose a schedule for 2024 where we have submittal deadlines for items. If they don't meet those deadlines, they don't make the agenda. So there's sufficient time for distribution and conversation and and the appropriate appropriate briefings before our regularly scheduled meetings. I love that idea. Okay. So without objection. To, to follow that through, yeah. through the mayor? Yes, sir. To, to follow that up, uh, there's a couple of things I want you guys to think about as well. Um, I know that I, we didn't hear an update today on how the marketing uh, business dev uh, resources are, are coming on into line or when the, when that's going to happen. So I wanted to get a follow-up on that because I think it's really important following up what we're having issues with, with, you know, just kind of moving with the train here. And then secondly, I know the commission, and I'm just bringing it up as a brainstorm, the commission is moving very fast. We're working on a lot of things. We're championing a lot of different projects. Um, it's never been the previ of the commission to have an assistant or some type of help internally, but I think we're getting to the point where we're going to need something. Um, I know I'm 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 getting there. Uh, I don't know about everybody else, but just something that we can think about because I don't know what we would need to do to do that, but just so we can start brainstorming on that. Okay. Further thoughts, Mr. Corey. I just had one more thing to add. I was I was obviously very happy that we're now doing a marketing advertising campaign. I appreciate everybody, you know, being willing to do that. I've also been speaking with the city manager um, on a more long-term strategy on creating a platform, a financing strategy, consulting for our hometown district, and maybe creating a media plan or marketing strategy for 2024. And I just want to let everybody know that I've already been in talks with them about that. And I hope to be able to bring that to our hometown board and then obviously to the commission as well. Thank you for that. And I, I just want to close by thanking uh, I'm sorry, may, may, oh, sorry. Yes, go ahead, Commissioner Liebman. Go ahead. I, I wanted to close, but I don't want to. I'm not trying to interrupt you. No, it's fine. Did you want? Did you want to say something? I didn't realize you. you go ahead. I, I'm still gonna. We'll let speak, you close but... as, as a senior statesman here. So, uh, I'll just say a quick thank you to Interval Publicly for their generous donation and support of our, uh, of you know, giving everyone a bountiful Thanksgiving. Uh, appreciate their 27-year commitment to the city of. Uh, of South Miami and Baptist as well for their support and to our staff for organizing the distribution. I'm sorry I was out of town and couldn't make it yesterday as well. Um, and then just wanted to just suggest uh, going forward, if I had lost my train of thought here, so maybe Commissioner Liebman will recognize you and I'll, I'll add my last thought. I'm having a senior moment, I apologize. I took a look at the candy. Right. You always have to have the last word. I'm sorry, Mr. sir. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna circle back, I'm gonna pay it forward to you. The first thing I wanna say is, in terms of the days, I'd rather take Christmas off as symbolic. This commission's busted this hump. You know, we're all celebratory over the holidays. And for me, it's all about the optics and also the reality of starting the new year running. And of course, it's our city manager's birthday. We should honor him by taking uh, that commission meeting off. But whatever it is, whatever happens, we have an item coming forth to the next agenda. Mr. Mayor, I'm so appreciative and grateful for you. And for those you don't know, uh, Commissioner Kai and I had to be out of town just in order to have quorum and get the second vote on probably the, one of the most important items, certainly in the history of the city. The mayor flew back today just for one day, just to be here for this meeting to make everything uh, happen. So, Mayor, we're so grateful for you. And yeah, beyond that, so grateful for the entire commission. And we said, if there's anything corrupt or unethical or entitled or deserving by me, is that <laughs> I deserve a good commission. 
And I, after all that time, I'll be on the time. So a lot longer than that. So I'm so appreciative, so much gratitude for all of you being up there and uh, the entire city staff. We have the best city staff, the best team in the county. So appreciative that everyone owns working in the city and they're so passionate about it. And it makes a difference. I love and appreciate all of you. And then, um, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to South Miami. And thank you, Mayor, for the courtesy. Thank you, Commissioner Lieben. And I, and I finally remember what I wanted to say, which was thank you to the manager and staff for putting on a fantastic soaring in event in the city. It was much like my wedding. You know, the, the, it was something I didn't want, but in retrospect, when we had it, it was fantastic. So congratulations to all of you. I wanted to get married. I didn't want to have a huge reception. To clarify for the record. I need you. You need to stop. To clarify stop. for the record. So my wife <laughs> did the whole black tie thing. But, uh, but anyhow, it was, a, it was a fantastic event, well-produced. Uh, I have a deeper appreciation for a lot of the talent we have in the city, including those wonderful musicians out of South Miami Middle who were incredibly impressive. And, and really, it was, a, I think, a really a great opportunity to highlight area stage and the talent they have, both their traditional talent and, and that non-traditional program they offer for folks with you know special abilities. So uh, thank you again for putting that together. Hopefully they raise a little bit of money and uh, a very warm and happy Thanksgiving to uh, everyone here in South Miami. Thanks everyone. With that, we are adjourned.